Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Greetings, Master Ask Clouds Cross for Gwen. In the open air, in the open air, nut house we call Zog Babylon the third and final. But this show is always the same to Wassel Town Sheep of the House of Israel, the chosen seed of Israel's race. Yehu did hear the uh, call, and tonight I have a room full of tards, you know, which is fine, which is fine. And I was going to go ahead and talk about uh, the 5th of July being Warlord's Day. But I got a guest. And named Virgil, and he's not yet Virgil drunk. So what the heck? I'm just gonna go ahead and talk to him. He's gonna talk about well, whatever he wants to talk about, and then he's going to more than likely pass out, and so he will be able to go to the bank in Pearl, Mississippi, in the morning or whenever the heck they start. So anyway, uh, how are you doing, Virgil? I'm doing great, but don't like advertise that Pearl Mississippi stuff. Um, <laughs> no, I mean you know that this is this is not like a it's a website where oh yeah everything's great here. Uh, no, no, it's like that the government's after you here. <laughs> you know that right? The government well, after maybe us. It's... Yes, they're after us, and they want to shut us down. You're you're. Speaking your mind based on the the First Amendment rights, right? Well, they want to shut us down. They don't want they don't want anybody to have any rights. Well, they don't. But on the other hand, I don't want them to have any rights. Why? Generally, that's what that's what I talk. That's why I talk about. I mean, rather than all the other Uyghur nationalists whining like pussies. You know, saying the niggers have done this to us and Jews have done that to us. Why, as I look at it, well, hey, just go ahead and just gun them down. My idea, my idea, and this is what I'm going to talk about, is that we had the 4th of July. And the 4th of July, uh, Dewey Tucker had one hell of a rant uh, until Bruce Gorman got got him sidetracked. Who is Dewey Tucker? I heard that name earlier. Uh what happens is Optima, you know, Thursday night, Dewey, Long Island Brian, and Optima called in, and Optima wanted to, uh, I guess, drown three white men. Right. You know, well, two white men and a white boy, you know, and, uh, well, whatever the hell comes out of a douchebag or something like that. And Dewey wasn't having none of it. And I was just sort of kicked back, and Optima, she ran off, and she ran off or something like that. That was Thursday night. And she was bitching because, uh, well, Dewey, you know, Dewey Tucker's father was named Dewey Tucker, but they had different middle names, so he couldn't be Junior. And he didn't want to be called Little Dewey, so he was called Buddy. 
Okay. Sort of like, you know, sort of like uh, my puppy dog. Uh, my puppy dog, we, we claim he was born on 4th of July in 2007. And Roxy, I was in the nuthouse at the time, and Roxy gave him the name of Buddy. So you know, a lot uh, of this had to do with Optima? No, it, you know, Optima. You know, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm I say that for a reason because I only know her a little bit. I'm just I know her on on the phone. I, okay. I'm not like trying to defend her or stick up for her or whatever. Where you're coming at her like pretty aggressively, I'm like I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know her. Optima, Optima is no shrinking violet. Optima actually thinks that she's smart. She really does. You know, she thinks she's the cleverest thing ever. And that is, well, that is common for people who are, well, silly. But I don't think she's really smart. Uh, and she knows everything. And she doesn't. Uh, she will talk about her wonderful Roman Catholic Church. And I will talk about how it is the Bell Cult of Sibylle. Formed by Simon Magus and the pervert priest of uh, that founded the Roman Catholic Church. They used to they used to get drunk and after cornholing each other, they would run through the streets and cut off their nuts and their dick and throw it, you know, throw it into somebody's yard. And then, according to the uh, law, whoever you know, whoever got, I guess, the pickles had to take care of the. Uh, you know the unicoid uh, bell cult assembly member. And well, I, w- I would I, I would sum it up this way. Uh, oh, oh, I realize Optima, that you here? and Optima you want- have some kind of a disagreement, and I don't. I'm not a part of that. I like you, and I like Optima. Well, I'm not a part of your disagreement. Okay. Well, you know, speaking of that here, Optima is one to call in and probably chew my ass, and maybe. Maybe get you to do something here. And so essentially I'm gonna go ahead and hum the theme to the odd couple. Do 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 Oh I love it. And then I'm gonna then I'm going then I'm going to I'm going to I'm gonna unmute Optima here. So so hold on boys. Hold on boys and girls here. We are we are about to we are about to we are about to be inundated by a tidal wave of Catholic mackerel snapper douchebaggery here. So okay. okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I you know uh I'm gonna go ahead and uh you know five, four, three, two, one. I'm gonna mute Optima. Hey Optima, you there? Hello. Oh yeah, you're there. You're there. Uh, yes, you're there. We're, well, we're depressed I just, because you're there. The only reason I called <laughs> is because I cannot hear the your show. Okay, I can't hear unless I call in. Okay, well, it's I'm not coming call. across on the computer. Your audio. Have you clicked the? Have you clicked the? Uh, you know, having trouble hearing. It'll put up an MP3 player or. A, uh, Windows Explorer or something? No, where is that? Oh, that's right up where it says the very bottom. You know where you have that little line of people who are on the thing here, and this is TalkShoe, and then up there it'll say having trouble hearing, and you click it. Yeah, this I'm kind of like that, too. Talk shoe. 
I, I'm kind of like that too. Uh, I'm I'm the low technology. I know. I kind of agree. Optima, I agree with you on that. But I, I tell you that uh, we, Optima, yeah, uh, you're here. Marty you're here. is Marty is challenging uh, you in a lot at, of ways. Eddie's Eddie's on the Marty, but go on. Marty, Marty challenges. I know, Marty always challenges me. No, I I want to hear your answer to Marty. Uh, Uh, I wish you would. I wish I couldn't be called Marty. I couldn't hear what he was saying. I'm sorry, Martin. Why don't you like to be called? I've always called you Marty. You never questioned it. I know, and I've always called you Slopsima here. Do you like being called that? I don't care. I I, I opposed him calling you Slopsima earlier. (laughs) I did, oh. but but only because I respect you. But he's got some <laughs> good points. He does. He's got some good points. I just want to hear the answers. I didn't on, hear Marty. what he Marty. was saying. <laughs> no, I couldn't hear him. I don't uh, know what well, he was saying. Well, Virgil, Virgil was saying respectful things about you, and I was sort of laughing at that. Okay, why? Well, uh, because you, you know, you don't really get on my nerve. You really do not get on my nerves. You really got on Dewey's the other night. Do you remember that? Yeah, I don't like Dewey Tucker. I know you don't. So I think he's full of shit. Why? 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 I just I nothing he says is true. He's a liar. Well, well then what are you say what are you saying that Dewey is saying that isn't true? He's misquoting, misinterpreting the Bible and telling people, preaching this to people and he's uh, wrong. Okay. Well, I no? mean you, you 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 say you say a whole bunch of things sweepingly. You have no exact answer as to what he is speaking. You know, uh you know, different well, I can't dialect. remember. I, I, have, I have my different. I have. Look. I have my feel. I have my theological disagreements with Dewey, and I'm not going to discuss them with you, Optima. But, That's fine. Uh, you know, but uh, for all practical purposes, Dewey, Dewey knows. You know, Dewey has down pat the scriptural belief for what he believes in. He has it down pat. Okay, it well, it's di- wrong. It is very difficult to argue scripture with Dewey because he got what he believes down down pat. Now, most of these, most of these Jews in CI, like Baal Fink or Eli or James or whatever, I mean, I can derail them in about 30 seconds. Now, with Dewey, you know, Dewey... Now, Dewey has what he believes. Now, I do not, you know, I, I disagree with the right. reincarnation, and I disagree with the no free will. You know, and you know, well, generally, he's a real Christian, in other words, generally, generally, I, generally, I have to go to, you know, saying, well, Dewey, if what you say is correct here, we're either we are either Elohim or a creation. If we're Elohim, we have to go into this body, and essentially we're not going to get out of being reincarnated until Yahweh is ready 
for us, you know, to pick us up like lab rats to the end of the maze and let us get out of the maze. Uh, if you're just simply creation, like my little, you know, like my little black four-legged puppy dog, then hey, uh, there's nothing you can do about it all. You do not have reincarnation. You don't have free will. So I, I disagree because if Dewey is correct, there's no point really in listening to him. The reason there's no point listening to him is that if you're Elohim, you're not going to get it right till Yahweh decides that you got it right. That's so, right. Hey, I agree with so, that. And, then, you know, and if you're not Elohim, you're just creation, well, hey, you're fucked anyway. So, so Mark. You know, so well, I agree so with that. I'm not going to okay. listen oh, to you, somebody you, who's coming. You do I, see my point. But on the I other do, hand, but I'm not going huh? to listen to somebody who's not speaking truth. They can listen if they want. I hung up on him. I don't need to hear it. I don't believe okay. it. So well, that's what uh, I did. Well, yes, but you know, I have I have asked you several times. I've tried to pin you down as to what the scriptures say. And the Roman Catholic the Roman Catholic Church has never has never wanted its rank and file to because know they don't the Bible. they don't interpret the, the the scripture literally like you guys do. It's a different concept. You talk about Elohim and God, you, they, it's based on a lot of it is personal revelations, how God speaks to the, to the individual. You do have to have a structure and an order uh, of g- giving the mass and giving the scriptures. That's yeah. what trig- That's what triggers the personal revelations for people. <laughs> that's why we have laity in the church. Okay, not well, everybody yeah. can be a priest. I do not. You well, and thank God here for which for which I'd be grateful for that here. You know, I've already told you. I've already told you the history of your Roman Catholic pre you know, church and its priests here. I don't have much use. I don't have much use for them. And neither does really, you know, really. That's fine, but you still have, that's fine, whatever you want to believe about that, but you still have to respect the liturgy and the way it's performed. The mass, it goes, it goes back to 2,000 years when when it was given to us by Christ, by Jesus. Given to Simon Magus, no, not by Christ, but. In any case, no, I don't, if, since I don't respect the Roman Catholic Church, I don't respect the Roman Catholic Church's liturgy. You know okay, I mean? well then, I do, so what's the yeah, big deal? Why do you care about what I respect? You're not no, my I, husband. No, I, you don't, I, you I, shouldn't I, care. I, I really, it doesn't. <laughs> Why does it bother you? You know, why does it bother you? I'm Roman Catholic. I'm going to hell according to all these people. I don't, you know, why do you even care if I'm going to hell? Who cares? You're happy in your religion. Let me be happy in mine. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. Uh, That's that's what that's what annoys me. What annoys me is that here are the dumb. Here are the dumb sheep animals, according to the Roman Catholic Church, and they're going to argue. They're going to argue with the Protestants here, so to speak. Well, I'm not going to argue with the Protestants. There, you, your boys are trying to turn Catholicism and Catholic Church Protestant. I got Rick Warren over there, buddy. They're giving. They're telling us in some of our churches to start reading his books. I walk out of my own damn church when I hear that crap. I'm not reading Rick Warren's book. I'm going to read Catholic books. Okay, I'm a Catholic. I don't want to get that in my mass. Okay, priests, Navy priests in particular. Uh, I I I have no. 
Yeah, I, I know enough know, about it to know. I know enough about my faith, Marty, to. I'm not going to argue somebody. I'm not going to argue with somebody who has memorized every word in the Bible and takes it literally. Literally, that he will not understand what I'm trying to tell him, and I will not understand what he's trying to tell me. It's just the opposite. He, he. I take it on faith and on uh, revelation and mysticism, and he takes it on literal doing. It's completely different. It's a whole different concept. So he doesn't want to be Catholic. You don't have to argue with the Catholics. Just do what you do then and get your followers for yourself. Why do you even argue about it, you know? Either you like the person because he's a nice guy. I'm not arguing with you. My point is, is that you believe whatever you believe. The, the, point, the point with Dewey is that Dewey knows Scripture very, very, very well. My problem is that when it comes to the very end, I, I will not agree with, you know, I just don't agree with Dewey because if what Dewey says is correct, what's the point of listening to Dewey? I mean, if Dewey is absolutely right, you know, if I'm Elohim, then, you know, hey, I will get, I will get to the door, I will get to the end of the maze when Yahweh sees fit for me to get to the maze. If I'm not Elohim, I'm screwed anyway, and there's no point in me listening to it. I don't agree with that. But, you know, but on the other hand, I really do respect, you know, Dewey's learning, and like you say, you know, I mean, Dewey knows the scriptures back and forth. Now, you Catholics, you don't like scripture. You don't. I want love it. scripture. I read the liturgy of the hours every day. I read scripture every day, Marty. Wait, 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 wait. Literary, you know, liturgy or Catholic liturgy. It's it's the Bible. It's, it's the New scripture. American Standard Bible. Okay, it's readings every day from the Bible. <sighs> It has the same books in it as the books liturgy, you read. Liturgy, it's got the seven. Liturgy, liturgy is not scripture. It I is. Think, Have you I, ever read the Liturgy of the Hours, the Divine Office? It is scripture. It's scripture from the Bible and prayer. Have you ever as, read as it? Impartial judge, as, as an impartial judge, Optima, you won. You did. Really? You won. You, you <laughs> really won, and it was like a ridiculous contest. You won so bad. <laughs> It was it was not even close. Uh, okay, we'll go with that. With that, you know, I I think I want to go like lay down and go to sleep and take a nap. But I swear, I swear, optimally, you won that debate. It, it, it was not even close. It was not like something that could be argued. It, it, it was like, oh my not god, optimal won, won that debate. I swear you could never win a debate on that level, but at you know, level? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I'm, Marty, not, I'm Marty, just telling Marty, Marty read Marty, the Liturgy Marty. of the Hours one day and you'll see there is scripture in every single day of the readings. I've been doing it for over a year now. I know what I'm reading, okay? Okay. It, it went through the book of Job. It's gone through the book of Genesis, Deuteronomy. It's got all the Old Testament readings plus New Testament readings every single day. I spend an hour in the morning reading right. these these writings, okay, from our Bible 
So don't tell me. Maybe I don't memorize it, but I surely, Optimize. surely you get. Won. You won. You won. You won so much. You got the Catholic vote, okay? You won, Optima. You won <laughs> completely. It was not close. Wasn't even close. I mean, heck, I was just, I was just so butt whipped. My poor old swapped in my hair. Okay. Good night, Virgil. Good night. Good night, Virgil. Good night, Good night Virgil. Martin. Good night, Optima. Sleep well. Okay. He will. He will. Oh, I mean, shit. <laughs> got... good. I've been drinking a bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, well. Uh, don't, we... don't lose your glasses again, okay? Oh, my glasses. No, no, right don't, worry about yeah. glasses. <laughs> don't worry about the glasses. Make sure that the gun, whatever guns you have left, is in the gun safe and the, the I key wish I had my gun. Uh, I don't think he has any but, guns left. I, I, if, I, if I had a gun left, I wish I had that gun because I got the bullet, I got the case, I just don't have the gun. Did you get a new gun? No, not yet. Uh, Are I'm, you going to get one? I'm trying to figure out where maybe my family had something to do with it. Well, it's like, well, maybe they thought that because I drink a lot. Oh, maybe they took it. Were you really? Are they worried about you? I don't know. I have no idea why my gun will be disappearing. The local, the local pearl niggers know that Virgil is a place where you can get the, get yes, guns. Yeah, Mark, Mark. They know. They know. Yeah, right there. You know. <laughs> They're not gonna. They're not gonna go ahead and kill Virgil because he's gonna go. He's gonna go and buy another gun. He's gonna be drunk another time, and he's gonna. He's gonna leave the gun outside the gun safe. You know, he's not gonna. I don't have a gun, gun safe. safe. I don't have a gun safe. All I have is the house. And I'm very worried about you, Virgil. You better get a weapon. <laughs> for protection. And you better, more, more than the point. More than the point. You better get a gun safe. I mean, see, you're a bankster. You just leave. Just do you just leave your money out on the freaking front desk here for everybody to come get it? No, you have a freaking safe in your bank, right? Well, same thing with your house and your guns here. You ought to have a. You ought to have you. You being a banker, I mean, you don't leave your damn money out. You don't leave the damn money out. And damn, uh, you know, in the. Yeah, you know, out on the dam. Yeah, Virgil, even oh, I yeah. have a safe. You need a uh, safe. It's a little more nuanced. You need a safe. A, a, a gun safe or whatever. It's uh, got to be a big on. one. Well, actually, has a little safe for her pupster dope here. You know what I mean? And uh, What's you know, pupster dope? Well, that's what I call her. She takes a whole bunch of these damn pills. Uh-huh. And so, pills for her ills. So, she, uh, she has a... Uh, Oh, hell, she used to have, uh, when she went to this doctor, she used to have, uh, you know, what do they call Percocets and the same as Oxycontin uh, or something yeah, like that? Yeah, like Essentially, little, what, what yeah. she would do is she would keep she would keep what I called her pupster, her, her serious pupster dope in a, in a safe here. So anyway, she's uh, she hasn't seen the damn quack for about, oh, over a year, so she ran out of her pupster dope. But anyway, she Man, huh? she must be in pain if she's Let's having to take that kind of medication. No, no, she 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 doesn't you know. She really yeah. only she really only took about she'd really only take about half a pill here every so often here. 
But, but then you know, it's what? Your wife, right? Then what? That's they his wife. Them? Yeah, yeah. Ro- Roxy. Yeah. Do you but love your wife, Marty? Sure. You know, swap the mile. Like, yeah, I mean, shit. I'd say, I'd say that I like Roxy better than what? Uh, your inseminators like you here because shit. I'm still with Roxy. No, I'm just saying. Do you love her? Do you sure. treat her nicely? Sure. sure. Well, that's good. Okay, see, but she, you know, I mean, she just, you know, I mean, she doesn't leave her pupster, you know, her serious pupster dope out, uh, you know, out for about anybody to come in, although nobody really comes in uh, except me and the puppy dog, and the puppy dog, he, he, puppy dog ain't interested in pupster dope, and I'm not interested in pupster dope, you know, about the only thing I take is every so often I take a blood pressure, you know, blood pressure pill, but no, I, uh, you know, I mean, shoot, uh, you know, I mean, you know, Virgil, you're a bankster. You have, you have, uh, you don't just leave that bank's money out, you know, out, you know, out on right. the freaking table. You have a safe here. Well, same exactly. thing with them damn guns. If these damn guns start disappearing, maybe you just have, you know, in Pearl, Mississippi, you have little be stealthy little nigger feet coming in while you're passed out here, you know, being Virgil dope, you know, drunk. Yeah. And essentially they're sneaking in and they said, damn. This guy got some damn good weapons here. He has, you know, I don't know what kind of pistol you lost here, but yeah, maybe he didn't lose I'll it. tell you what kind of pistol. It was a Ruger. It was a GP100 357 Magnum. It was probably the best gun you can imagine, you know, for, for one it's a cost, revolver. You know, it probably cost three, four, $400 worth of gun, right? No, it was about 800 $800. Well, see? Yeah. You know, I don't. Do you leave? Do you leave eight hundred dollars and twenties here out on the nightstand drawer? Well, no. So why would you leave? Why would you leave something that you know niggers would want to get here, but they can't because they're a bunch of criminals? I mean, hey, why would you? Why would you leave a gun out for niggers to go ahead and steal? I have no you, idea who took that gun. I have no idea. Well, I know, but shit, if you if you had it in a gun safe. And then you had the gun, you know, you had the old key right right around your neck or something like that here. Why, you know, maybe, you know, maybe you wouldn't have thieving niggers come into your house when you're laying virtual drunk. You know, you're just snoring away. You know, you know, say, damn, this is about the best damn gun they got, 357 Ruger here. And it's just, it's just good shit, Maynard. And they're sneaking in and stealing your gun. Right. Yeah, they, yeah, they did come in and steal my gun. I have no idea who did it. Any <laughs> case, here I just, I, uh, I'm just looking at the chat room here, and I decided to turn, you know, pot me a tard here. Let me see. Oh, where am I? But uh, I would like to say that you know, Optima is not the tard here. I've actually, <laughs> Marty, Marty is the tard. Marty was the target all along. Optima was the. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Just, just all right. All straight. right. Well, everybody, everybody knows. You know. All right. Well, at least. Right, you know, Optima. At least I'm not. At least I'm not encouraging niggers to sneak into my house here and steal my guns here while I'm. Uh, well, you're, you're being bullshit when you attack Optima because Optima actually was not all that what what you were saying. She was never that. And yet you What's continued that? to go at her on that issue. On what issue? 
the issue that Optima was somehow a Catholic. Well, Optima, she was a Catholic. She's well, she's a Catholic. Are, are you a Catholic, I'm a, I'm a Catholic, practicing Catholic. Catholic, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm thinking, I'm looking into the Byzantine rite, the Eastern rite of Catholicism, and um, we don't have any of those churches here. I, I tend to lean well, more well, toward that. Well, I'm, I'm going to encourage you to explore your Byzantine roots here, you know. Yeah, I like it. I love sure. the liturgy and well, the, yeah. I like the I tradition. Mean, I mean, it's sort of like it's sort of like my grandmother Jenny. She, you know, evil bitch killed her. You know, killed her husband. But she would run around. She would run around and she would go church hopping. She would go church hopping, and they said, "Oh shit, here comes Jenny." So, in any case, uh, she would. Well, uh, <laughs> it's not church hopping, but if you're not. You know, the message is being watered down in the Catholic Church right now. They're doing things that I didn't sign up for. When I took my when I went and got my confirmation and I I think it was about 4 years ago, uh I didn't know that uh these changes were going to come about and uh you know, I have to stay with my Roman Catholic faith. I can't run away from it, but I'm not happy with a lot of it right now either. So hey, And the Byzantine rite is accepted by the Vatican. It's one of the you know, it is accepted as Roman, as, as a, huh? Please. Oh. Uh, Optima. What? Answer something. Um, I stuck up for you, but I need to go to sleep now. I need to go to sleep. Yeah, he does. I know, Virgil. Uh, but, but, but Virgil, before you thank buy. Thank you, Virgil, God, for, thank you, you for doing you that. God, buy you, buy you a gun safe, okay? I need to buy a gun safe. I really do. Buy a gun safe. They're going to steal my gun as soon as I buy it. That's why I hadn't bought another one. It's like, my God. Well, yeah. Now. Yeah. That's, you know, but maybe, maybe, you know, either buy cheaper guns, buy cheaper guns. Right. Or buy you a gun safe here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then occasionally, occasionally, once or twice here, just, you know, you know just put in your Crown Royal bottle. Just go ahead and put you some water with some food color in it, and then let the neighbors see you gulping it down here, and they'll think it's Crown Royal here. And hey, Crown it, Royal, I know, I know what it tastes like. I know what it is, and I love it. You know, I love I, it. I, know, I like I, it. I love it. I want some more of it. <laughs> and so, what you do is you put in some brown food coloring or whatever. And you let these niggers see you gulping it down, they'll think you're drunk. You know what I mean? But you know? what, I, what and, I'm telling you, uh, Mark, Martin, uh, my girl Optima, you, you don't need to go after her so so strong. She's actually a good lady, and she is a lady. And that's, mm. I think that would be the number one thing you need to remember. She's a lady in every uh-huh. way. And you need to, like, back off. <laughs> Thanks, well, Virgil. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it at advisement here. All right. Yeah, she's she's a lady. Is what I'm saying. That's a lady. And we have good talks, Virgil and I, about what's happening in the world, and he's not. I, we do. He's we not do. A, a. You know, he doesn't go to church, but I like to talk to him because he. It doesn't, you know, I don't hate people who aren't religious or anything. I like, I appreciate the things he teaches me about culture and stuff. 
So, um, you know, Virgil knows a lot of things about the world and what's going on in it today. I appreciate that he'll share that with me. And I will always share that with you, my my opinions. And I never will ask anything of you for that. Good. You're you're my friend, you know. Uh, I have nothing to, to offer. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Why am yeah, I on Marty's show on Sunday and Thursday night? I really don't have much to give back except come on Marty's show. <laughs> no. You know? Uh, no, it's always good She's to talk lonely. to what I mean. She's I'm not lonely. I'm going. She's I'm going to join. I'm going to join Opus Day. I get. She's I get lonely. to pray even more. That's like like Opus Day is like these these crazy Catholics that go like they're like James Bond and they run around. No, no, it's it's a very prayer. It's a very prayerful thing to do. It's very you're very devoted. They're they're very devoted to the church. (laughs) Very devoted. I have to get in there and start making changes from the inside. It's been too corrupted. They've infiltrated my church, and I'm not going to stand for it. I'm going to go in there and fix it. (laughs) Who who infiltrates the church? The Freemasons and stuff. Jews, huh? Jews. I mean, hell, you no, know the Freemasons you know infiltrated you know the church. Old, oh come on! You do know that June Paul, June Paul, or June Paul too was a uh, was a Jew boy whose well, mother was. A no, it's actually cat. the Protest. It's the Protestants that have infiltrated it. They're getting in there after the Second Vatican II Council. They decided. Oh, we're going to take the... They've done things that were never even talked about or discussed in that Council of Vatican II, and they took it on their own to go in and change it. These different priests and stuff who have... Really, they're not uh, true to the Vatican or to the Magisterium, these priests, and they've made changes that are not... They're not they should not be authorized, a lot of the bishops too. So I'm not... You can see this the more I go to church and the more I see... What's happening? I, uh, it makes me sad because they're not Michelle, they're, they're not know, even unified anymore. You know yeah, don't much. make me sad. You know you know too much, Michelle, about this stuff to where it gets like it bores the rest of us. Oh, sorry. It does, right? Right, uh, Martin. Martin's always talking about religion. Well, yeah. Uh, well, I'm talking. It's like it gets. You get to the point, Michelle, you know so much, but none of us know that crap at all. None of us know any of that, and yet you know all that. And it's not that you bore us, it's just like you, <laughs> you're smarter than us. That that kind of takes guys off. Well, it may be true that I'm smarter than you and Optima, but then again, well, like you said, Optima, with her with her reading the liturgy, she just mop, mopped the floor with me. Here, I just didn't know what to do here. Just she was, she was brilliant. Logic. She was. You know, you know who she was, and she's brilliant <laughs> again. And, and she pisses us off because she keeps going. She won't stop. She will never stop. Oh yeah, I'm gonna keep like making an example of you guys, you, you dumbass guys. Yeah, I'm gonna make an example. That's Is not that... what I'm doing. I'm just not gonna have my faith put down. I don't come in here and say terrible things about what you believe. 
but I'm not going to let you get away with saying terrible things about my faith. I don't do that to you. I just say that's not right. Optima, Optima, look, your so-called faith has a past. So does yours. I mean, so what do you do? So what what, do you do? You you, you just follow your own rule. You just make your own church. What? What? You have to... You have what to is, go what to the complaint. What is your complaint? When you let him it's speak. supposed to be a let unified church. We're supposed to be you unified as Christians. Be allowed to not uni- it's not unified. It's not unified with Jews. It's not unified with Catholics. It's not unified with Protestants. It's not unified with Mamsers. It's not unified with ragheads. It's, it's supposed to be with unified Why? with Christians. No, no, your church is Christians to are that supposed is... to be unified. Oh, All Christians. Oh and, and, and the thing the thing is, is, when Dewey Tucker goes on a rant against Christian, you, you know, what you just said is point number one for his rant. He's absolutely because right. Because everything that, everything that, somebody says about their religion it's a way to glorify their own selves or their own religion instead of trying to bring the church all the churches together no, for the same I mean, cause fine. you guys want that to is, keep making your own little churches exactly, that is exactly what your church is about is just like Nimrod who had gotten the garments of power that his you know that was given to uh his daddy, who was Cush, who was a descendant of Ham, screwing a negress aboard the ark. She gave birth to Cush, and then you know, Ham stole the garments of power given to Adam and Eve, and then Cush gave them to Nimrod. And, hey, the garments of power have the, uh, you know, have the pelts of all the beasts in the field, including these two like nigger beasts and... Manzer beasts and chink beasts and wigger beasts and all that. Mm. And so the chink beasts and nigger beasts and the gook beasts and the rest of the beasts, they roll over on their on their uh, you know, on their bellies here on their backs here and show their bellies here and you know, old Cain eventually figures out, Well, why should I shoot these two legged beasts of field? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and make Babylon out of it. And that that was the you know, you know that was the universe, you know, that was the universe. Now uh Christian identity, if that's what you want to call it, or Israel identity, says is that white people are totally different from the rest of the Mongols and the rest, and we don't want a unification or unification with Nimrod's Babylon, Babylon mystery religion. So, hey, no, we don't want unification. I mean, you're just, you know, up me, you're sort of like the board. You must be assimilated. And, no, we don't want to be assimilated. We don't want to be a bunch of shit-colored mongrels. So as a result, yeah, uh, my particular religion is pretty well the dead opposite of yours, Optimus. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can can answer that. I can answer that. What I just heard of your religion is nothing more than a mongrel crawl towards Nothing. Uh, you, you have a nothing religion, don't you think? I mean, really? No, Virgil. Virgil, you you don't understand anything about what I'm talking about. Okay, well, explain. Explain. Well, 
let's you know let's let's call it Chris Identity, although I'm trying to get away from uh the Christian part thanks to what Optima thinks a good Christian is. Essentially so Christian, a Twitter who wants a Twitter who wants essentially to be part of a mongrelized, mongrelized mighty evil empire. Uh let's just call it Israel identity. Okay. Essentially, essentially, a racist is someone who knows who he is. I know who I am. I am not. I'm not a shit-skin nigger. I'm not a spawn of Satan Jew. I'm not. I'm certainly not a Catholic. And, you know, I'm not one of these dispensationalist, crapture cultist Protestants. So as a result, I have the particular set of religious beliefs that I have. And I know probably better than, you know, probably better than anyone except maybe Dewey Tucker, you know, who has his own. Who the fuck is Dewey Tucker? I mean, y'all keep talking about this guy. I've never heard of him. Oh, he, you know, he has been, he has been in Israel identity for longer than I have. And pretty much. He came and spoke somewhere apparently recently, right? Well, yeah, uh, Optima, Optima, Long Island, Brian, and uh, Dewey was on uh, my show Thursday night. Okay, but in any case, you know, let's not get to Dewey Tucker. You know, Christian identity is the belief that Northern and Western white people are the lost thirteen tribes of the house of Jacob Israel that we're descended from Adam through you know through the replacement Seth through to Noah. Noah's flood was local through to Shem, the middle son, through to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Israel. I have to and stop you right that, there. That's I have to stop you. That's I, Jews. That's, that's Jews. so stupid. Why even worry about who the fuck Abe Noah or anybody was? I, I, and and the problem I thought the Optima. You know, Virgil, I, Virgil, if you don't know who you are, then for all practical purposes, you don't have anything other than what you are right now. Do and you, what you really are right believe now. that that is who you are if you start identifying yes, with, like, lost tribes of Israel? I do believe that. Yeah, yeah, that that's great. You know, okay. and I'm, I'm like, okay, well, dumbass, you know, you, you believe that, right? I do believe that. You know, I mean, what you know, the the, the answer, Virgil, Lost is that tribes of Israel. That that's your your point of like being a person in humanity. Yeah, that's what. I'm well, well, with. well, well, Virgil, who are you? Do you know who you are? I'm I'm a like a somewhat French, British, English, you know, Irish, and then into America. I, I'm not like some kind of lost tribe of Israel, and I would never pretend to be that. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. And when but I hear somebody want to want to become part of that, okay, well then, then that's how we're going to describe everything: is lost tribes of Israel or something. You know? Not everything. You're either you either are or you are not. Well, I know I'm from the tribe of Judah, my family. So how do you know that? How do you because I've done the research? 
so you're, uh, you know, so is it the... So the I believe in the tribe, tribe of Judah too. Or the Ashkenazi tribe of Judah? The, I'm sorry? Is it the supporting... A direct descendant of, from Jesus Christ, that tribe of Judah. You're a direct descendant from Jesus Christ. Uh, how can you be a direct descendant from Jesus Christ? I don't know. Ask Jesus. Uh, I don't think Jesus is going to vouch for you. Why would we even pretend to be well, some strange tribe? Why? Why? I don't know. I'm there? leaving. You know what, Marty? I guess I are. don't belong in your show. I won't come back anymore. Okay. See no, you later. No, bye, no, Virgil. Bye, bye. Bye, bye, Optima. Virgil. I mean, hey. You, don't you get your panties in the water, Optima. Uh, no, please. she ran off, Virgil. Did she? Yep, she did. I think it's about time you turn in. You you have work Probably tomorrow? Do you have yeah, work tomorrow? I do. I do have to work tomorrow. All right. Well, I'll let you go, too, Virgil. All right? All right, Martin. Um, All right. I, I apologize for any... You know, no, but... Virgil. It, you know, this was... This is Talk Shoe. Talk Shoe yeah. is free. We have fun on Talk Shoe. I, I uh, really, 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 this was, this was, you know, instructive. I let people, I let people talk. I let people tell me who they are. Right. I listen to them. I listen to them. And sometimes I get annoyed because I very seldom forget. I, I think it's good, a good show. I really do. I, okay. I know that uh, at Stumble In, we put on a couple of shows, you know, just a couple um, on this channel. Um, it was, but it, it was wasn't going to last because nobody wanted to go there, you know. But it, you, was you, you, it was Optima. It was Optima who got you there. Uh, what do you think of Dylan Roof, just in passing? What do I think of that asshole, that, that piece of shit? Why is he an asshole? Why is he a piece of shit? Well, okay, he was right about you're raping our women, but uh-huh. he's also wrong in that he murdered people. I have no, I have no sympathy for that in any way. You sound like Fade the Butcher or Hunter Wallace. He he kicked me off. He kicked me off about what three weeks ago because I compared nine niggers to nine cockroaches who who drowned in my toilet bowl, and I flushed him down without any remorse, and Hunter Wallace got all mad at me here. He Look, all I understand the whole issue. I do. I understand the issue with Dylan Roof or whatever. I understand that. But I'm not well, going to... But if we, if, if, I, if we even, like, speak out and say, oh, well, you know, he was right about them raping our women... If you even start to speak out about that, then they come at you, and you have no ammunition to back yourself up. Sure you do. Sure you do. You're playing ammunition. You people, you know, niggers do not belong in a society with white people. You know, you want you want to go ahead and put me in jail because I don't pretend to love niggers, you know, while you pretend, but you don't want to live next to them. I mean, my, you know, my entire point of view is to escalate escalate the current civil war to where we get to where there's only about 20 no. or 30 million ex-Quiggers alive 
and they're going to be ruled by, what, 10,000 warlords in a military dictatorship. Unlike white nationalisms here, I don't run around and wave a little pathetic Confederate flag while whining like a pussy about how the Jews and Walmart and the rest of the people are doing this shit. If I don't like, the, you know, I mean, I don't even see why people worry about their precious Confederate flag. If you're going to go ahead and pretend that a bunch of nigger animals who do rape white women, who are a bunch of thieves, who are a bunch of murderers, who would kill us all if they had a fucking chance like they did in Haiti. If you want to go ahead and pretend that they are human beings, then, hey, take the fucking that they're going to give you. Me, I prefer just to fucking kill all them fucking niggers and have fucking done with it. Virgil? I agree. I agree with you more than you can say. We have to... We have to deal with that situation that in a in a way that we you know we can like survive is what I'm saying you know that we're we can continue. We're not gonna survive. Continue. We're not gonna survive. We're not gonna survive. I know. We're not gonna survive when we are surrounded by essentially we are outnumbered by about what twenty to one. And we're going to go ahead and turn into a bunch of pussies, and we're not going to survive. We can survive if we decide to just fucking kill all them damn niggers and beaters and gooks and Jews and wicker traders. Once we decide, once we get over our bullshit and decide we're going to solve the problem by just fucking killing and killing and killing, either we're dead or they're dead, I would say that the problem's going to be fucking solved, Virgil. Uh, what One I'm way or the saying, other. One way or the other. It is the issue is different. It, no it's issue not is all, different. It's no not issue is all, different. It is not all about just the truth. Is what I mean. You have well, to. It's not you about have the to truth. live the lie. You have to live the lie. Mostly. I don't. Ha- I and, do not have to live the lie. You got I to, to get to by. Live the lie. You got to to get by. Well, Virgil, I'm getting by, although I don't have my grandchildren. You know, I am getting by what, what, as best I can. As best I can. I don't. I don't want to fucking compromise. I know what I need to do. I know what I need to tell other people to essentially. I'm not advocating to go ahead and kill Jews and niggers right now. But I am. I and am. You shouldn't. And you shouldn't. And but I. And I'm not. I, can, I am agreeing with you hand, that we should stick hand. up for ourselves, and we do yeah. not stick up for ourselves, and we're That's not right. going to. You know. Well, I don't see any point. You know, I, I, I don't have anyone who wants to argue with me most of the time, because when it comes down to it, I know exactly who I am. And what the fuck I want, Virgil? I actually know exactly who you are and exactly what you want, and I agree. Uh, I wholeheartedly, okay? okay? I I really do understand you. I understand completely. But it's unrealistic to go after that goal. No, Virgil, Virgil. This goal is going to come our way. 
Now, I mean, the, the rough beast, the rough beast slouching off to Bethlehem to be born, it's long since been born. The rough beast is gobbling up whatever the hell it can. And if you run around and hide like a little possum right in the middle of the fucking road, you're going to get your ass run over it. You're not going to deal with the rough beast. But yeah, I would, like, I would hide beast, like a possum. That rough beast, that rough beast doesn't have a future. I, I just don't see <laughs> any future and I don't see a future in preemptive moves that are I have I have I have I said preemptive moves? And the answer I'm not. What I'm saying is <laughs> but I'm that not, I am we've not. got to wait I, until a certain point arrives where we have the power, where we have the authority. Fine. And we're fine, gonna we're, we're gonna going... have that moment and I promise you we will. We will have that moment. It will probably be within 10 or 20 years. We're going to have that moment. And it's it's going to be so overwhelming. But it's it's going to be because of all the pain that's being caused by financial collapse. Well, that, we agreed on that. You're, you're a banker. Do you see a financial collapse in Zog's future? Oh, it's it's definitely coming. There's no doubt about it. It's not just Greece this weekend. It's everything is collapsing. And it's all about, there is no way you can keep borrowing money every day. Borrow, 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 borrow. For decades, and it not come back on you. And There's no way, there's no way it's going to be paid back, is it? There's no way to pay it back, no. Yeah. There's no, you know, you, you have people. You have people who are taking pay cuts. You have a what? You have a vanishing white middle class. You have no ability to pay this stuff back. Uh, this social security disability fund. So here you are. You're a banker, and you see, you see, it's just like uh, hey, you know, a hand comes out on the wall, and they write, "Meanie, meanie, tickle you, farson." Just like, uh, you know, just like in Daniel's time, you know, and. Uh, there's no way to pay people, it back. No way to pay it back. There's, There's nobody really able yeah. to pay it back. The Greeks were voting this weekend. I think they may have voted no. As to they have voted no. They yeah. have voted no. They've well, already voted no because you got to realize you got to realize that hey, in Greece, in Greece, you're in Central Time. Uh, pretty well there. You know they've already. They've already voted that they're not going to do it. Well, the, what they're not going to do is they're not going to put up with having to pay back the money they borrowed. There's and no way they can pay it the, back. That's, they, the, they whole, that's that. the whole issue. They they try to make it like a moral issue. No, it's not a moral issue. It's like, okay, you borrowed this money, and now you're not going to pay it back. Uh, Well, shut up then. Just go away, you little Greeks, you little faggots. Go away and be bankrupt and fine. I, I don't get the whole. It, it's it's like the media wants to make it like it's some kind of moral argument. Well, it's no, not a moral it's, argument. They they, they they knew full well the original vampire vampire squid here Goldman Sachs knew when they came in through fraud that the Greeks. 
the Greeks were not able to pay this thing back when they entered the European Union, what, 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. They knew well that they weren't able to be paid. It was altogether a bunch of fraud. In the case of uh, Global Financial with uh, John Corzion, the former oh, New, yeah, Jer- the, governor the New Jersey governor, governor that was he should have gone to prison. What he did is he stole $1.5 billion of funds from global, you know, from global financial, and he's not in prison. So essentially, you don't have, you don't have any, you don't have any consequence. You don't have anything going on. And sooner or later, people will pull their money out from that because you know it's it's called exponents. It's not going to be able to pay back. But as as it gets pulled off, this money's not going to be worth anything. It don't matter how much money you pull out of the bank. You're not going to go ahead and be able to do something. So you're going to end up having a financial collapse. And someone like Lothrop Stoddard, back in 1922, he pointed out that most of the regimes, especially like the French, the French supported us in the American Revolution, and as a result, they bankrupted themselves, and they had a revolution in 1787, 1789, and they chopped everybody's heads off. Anyway, that, I got was the, that was the uh, the funniest revolution ever, I think. Well, I don't think French it was funny did. if you lost your head, Virgil. I, I know, on. but no, I mean you got to really think about that. You know, well, like Napoleon said, you know, I kind of like found the crown of France, and like I found it on the side of the road. You know, <laughs> it was like he admitted, yeah, I became the 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 king, basically, the emperor. Just because they they forgot about it and they just dropped it off on the side, they really did. Uh, who who would do that? Who what kind of a civilization would start chopping heads off of people just because they were they were like in power? You know? Are you still there? Hello?
Okay, we are back. I had to take care of uh, Roxy. She had to pee. So, uh, you know, pretty wide, take care of Roxy. Uh, Virgil, you're still there, right? I'm still here. I'm still there. Okay. Uh, Virgil, uh, you know, uh, hopefully you're you're not drinking any. You know, you 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 pretty well. You're not you're I'm not drinking. drinking I'm more. drinking. Well, maybe you ought to stop drinking here while you're talking here. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. Don't you have enough of snootful snootful to sleep soundly until you have to get up? Well, I got to get up. What, what's tomorrow? Monday. Yeah. yeah. That usually follows Sunday night. Yeah, I think I have to get up tomorrow. Come to think of it. <laughs> so maybe maybe you need to stop drinking if you're going to go ahead and talk. Now, the French Revolution, the French Revolution, like every revolution, right? Well, started out. Started out heads off. Yeah. It started out as you know, it, it, it started out with a little thing here. A little thing. And folks, uh, Zog, I think, reads Revolution. I've studied Revolution. Uh, probably the best book to read was by written some uh, frog. I think his name was Anton Briand, called Anatomy of Revolution. He compared the French Revolution, the Russian Revolution, the Nazi Revolution, and uh, the English Revolution, the English Civil War, to where they chopped Charles I's head off. And Dewey, Dewey had a, you know, for his 4th of July show was doing very, very good. He pointed out that King George III, King George III, why, yes, he was somewhat of a tyrant, but on the other hand, did anybody go to jail for tossing tea into Boston Harbor? No. Did anybody spend any prison time or get hung or even flogged for for doing that? And the answer is no. Essentially, the English were not able to, you know, they tried to collect taxes, and they had their tax collectors tarred and feathered, a few of them killed, whatever. Uh, Louis Beam, 20 years ago, wrote a book, you know, wrote an article called Revolutionary majorities, and he pointed out is that usually about two, two and a half percent of, you know, of the, uh, of the populations was necessary to have a successful revolution. In fact, it's, it's less than that. If you look at the IQ, you know, the IQ levels, like Lotham Stoddard was talking about, his book was far better than the bell-shaped curve. It, it dealt with Essentially, standard deviations. It dealt with uh, the very first intelligence quotient testing was done in the First World War by the United States Army to decide who, you know, who of their draftees was going to be officers. And as a result, they they pretty well figured out that they would not make anyone an officer. Unless he had, unless he was a farrier, if a farrier is someone who able is able to shoe horses, take care of horses, or something like that, in their veterinary corps, their cavalry corps, why a C, you could have a C level or average intelligence and do just fine. But no, they wanted, they wanted at least about 110, 115 IQ, 
they point out that you have about 14.5, you know, you have the bell-shaped curve with 62.5% of the white population, you know, exists here. The average IQ is 100, so low normal is what, 85 IQ or so, and high normal is about 115. And then you have about 4% on either side, and then you have the 0.5 on the rest here. So you have you have the high normal intelligence, and then you have the you know the B and B plus level intelligence, and the you know A minus level intelligence, and you have the geniuses here, which go to about 0.5 percent of the population, and you have on the other side that as well. But he was saying it was the revolt of the underman, and he was pointing out that the Jews, the Jews were the majority of the Bolshevik. You know, the Bolshevik uh, uh, Revolution. So, you know, the you know the revolt against civilization, the menace of the other man of the underman is Wolfram Stoddard's masterpiece. It's even better than it's 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 better than what a rising tide of color against white world supremacy, which Michael Crichton quoted but did not read. And Michael Crichton was a genius himself here, the best science fiction writer ever. But what I tried to talk to, unlike William Pierce trying to write propaganda to have a general or something like that take over, who I am talking to is I'm talking to, well, the 10,000 warlords. I'm pointing out that there is no there is absolutely no moral law. There is absolutely no law at all. There is no social contract. I remember reading John Locke, and he pointed out, oh, the social contract, that binds you, even though you didn't sign the damn thing. No, folks, there is no social contract. This is just simply something that was made up. It's only a matter of power, because there is no law. When you get into politics, as much as I have, you find out it ain't just the top that is rotten out. It's the entire fucking population that is rotted out. Well, I wanted to talk to Virgil, I don't know if he's still in, about Dylan Roof. He admitted that Dylan Roof was right about niggers raping white women. Well, folks... I am not going to disown Dylan Roof. Now, by the way, it says that, you know, Zog Babylon is looking for people that Dylan Roof was reading, and they're, they're looking at essentially what it is. It's a means to make, well, the Council of Conservative Citizens and Losers of the South sort of piss down their leg and run for the tall grass, which is what they are doing. Well, folks, I've been in this bowel move for a long time, and I'm not going to disown, disown someone who decided that this was the time for his revolution. Martin. That, yes. It, there's no reason to stick up for Dylan Roof. Uh, what do you mean? What you said he was right, didn't you? Yeah, he was right on that and if one he is issue. Right, that doesn't mean that it's right on 
to to go kill people. Or niggers people. Yes, they are. They're okay. they're people. In my in my book, in my religion, they're not human beings. Okay. They have no right. They have no right to live in a white area. They're in bad. Fact, most they're quiggers, bad. most quiggers, most quiggers don't have a right to live in a white country. If they don't want to keep a white country, they have no right to live in it. As far as I was concerned, I would just as soon let them be sodomized by niggers and you know, you know, hey, go after it. You know, to my book, niggers are not human beings. They're six day beasts of the field. They have no souls. You know, so therefore, since they're not people, since they're not people, they're, and they, they have are no people. business. Well, they are okay. people. You say they are. I say they are not. So they I say are people, and they're not good for your neighborhood. Your, your property values will go down. But they're well, people, and there's no reason to go murder them. That Dylan Roof piece of shit. It's not murder. You know, you know, look, look, look. Let's say you're a cotton farmer. Let's say you're a cotton farmer. You know, are you going to go ahead and say the bull weevils, why they're 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 animals that deserve to live on your cotton. The, bo- the bow weevil or the lesser bow weevils. weevils. Bow weevils <laughs> are just animals. They're just animals without any souls, right? Right. They don't have any right to exist, to, you know, certainly living upon you, right? Okay. Okay, well, let's see. Let's go ahead and compare niggers and bull weevils here. Now, to me, you know, a nigger is far more dangerous than a bull weevil because I don't have a cotton, but let's say you have a daughter or granddaughter who might be raped by niggers. Now, folks, you have a lot more to fear from a two-legged animal called a nigger who is going to do a lot more damage to you than a fucking bull weevil will, don't you? So if you don't have a bit of problem because you want to save a little bit of money, uh, essentially putting a little weevil dust on your cotton balls here, you know, unless they get rotten, so you can't pick very much cotton in more cotton fields back home. If you're going to go ahead and do that, I don't see why. I don't see why it's wrong to preemptively kill these fucking niggers who don't belong in this country. What, Basically, what bothers they me about still the, the soul. The see, that's whole, why. The, the issue of, you know, what happened with Ruth, that guy. Uh huh. <laughs> what bothers me about it. Yeah, okay, well, he's right on that one issue, but he made it so wrong. I mean, why would you kill innocent people? Why would you? They're not people! They are. They're not innocent. They're not people. That's the answer I have for you, Virgil. They're not people, people. and they're not innocent. Yeah. Okay? So they're not people, and they're not innocent. They're just simply nasty niggers who essentially don't belong in this country, then, hey, you don't have a big problem morally with what Dylan Roof did, do you? I don't. You actually, do. Actually, I don't have a big problem with what Dylan Roof did in the sense that it shouldn't be the biggest story in human history. You know, like, oh, <laughs> well, no, oh well, this happened. Big... Oh, well, well, why, why are they, like, changing laws? Stuff. Oh, we're gonna like ban rebel flags and stuff because of this because one they guy. Want us dead, Virgil. They want to kill us all, and why shouldn't I, they? They don't view us as people. I know that. I know that. But really fine. Know. 
what, what's, what's the situation? You know, that, that's what this show is about. It's about pretty well defining the fucking line. And once you've got the definitions, and once you've got the lines, and once you've got the sides defined here, I don't believe there's any such thing as innocence. I don't even believe that there are sides. I know damn well there's no such thing as law, certainly not rule of law. There's only power. And especially right. if you want to live, you get power and you destroy the other side. You don't go ahead and put them into the fucking Gertrude Stein lesbian democratic uh, work camp, you know, and put our might next fry. I'd probably, uh, well, put, I'd I... probably said, Jew boy, make your fucking quota. What I, what I would say unequivocally is what the Dylan Root or whatever his name was, what he did was wrong, and that cannot be <laughs> yeah, okay. You keep on going back to that. And then you say he's perfectly right. That was not right. That was not right. But what it, should not be the, it should not be the end of story for the ever throughout human history. That's the only thing that ever happened. Is the they're way not, they're portraying. It's not going to be the end of human history, Virgil. No, I'm talking about that's human the way they're portraying. Human history did not end. When that kid went ahead, he had enough. He didn't see any, you know, future. You know, he used to have, you know, I mean, I look, I was looking at this here, and I looked at, I looked at his Facebook page, and shit, the kid got 89 friends, and half of them are niggers. You know what I mean? I know, I know, I know he had mostly black friends, but I, and I know, that I well, read his, I read, what, what do they call it, your, uh, your testimony or whatever. His manifesto. His manifesto. I read yeah. that. He he was a smart kid. You know, he's a smart no, kid. No, he wasn't a smart he's okay, kid. You know, he he just, took it. He took it from the losers of the South and yeah. the council conservative citizens, and essentially they're pissing down their leg here. I mean, you know, I don't know if you, you have you heard of Fade the Butcher, A.K.A. Cunt Hair Walrus, A.K.A. Brad Griffin. No. Okay, well, um, I, I kind of heard of him. I think it. I think maybe Optima mentioned him or something. Okay, no, no, he's he's known on StumbleIt. Uh, you know, pretty well. Three weeks ago, he got mad at me, and essentially, you know, he's being run by this fucking Jew called uh, Julius Daniel, and this character called. Uh, John Ellis, a.k.a. Jack Ryan, a.k.a. Wiley Hibernigger. And essentially, I'm pretty well banned or censored over on Cunt Hair Walruses. I'm a little bit pissed about it, but not even. I go ahead and I read old Cunt Hair Walrus, and he's flying like a pussy, and he's yapping about waving the Confederate flag. Well, if you're going, if you're going to, you know, Cunt Hair Walruses' family, they were slave owners in deep Mississippi or okay. Alabama. And they want to pretend they want to pretend that the Civil War wasn't at all about slavery. Well, part of it was about slavery. It was and it was that was a cause, you know. Well that, that was a cause. It was, it, it, it I, was, I would say that, that most of the soldiers for the South were not fighting over slavery. They were fighting over the South. <laughs> they were fighting over a number of issues. Yeah, but, but a number the, of the issues, and it wasn't. It wasn't like the union wants to claim. It wasn't 
just about slavery. It was about a number of issues. And right. that's what pulled down to is that the South didn't want to eat a bunch of northern shit. Is about what it boiled down to. Well, so that's the I, biggest issue right there. They yeah, were really okay. fighting. They weren't fighting against you know for slavery. They were fighting Northerners. They were fighting Yankees because they they really had a they problem with Yankees. Yankees. <laughs> let, me, let me just tell you. Let me just tell you. You know, I, I pointed out that Hitler was going to lose because Yahweh's will that Hitler lose. Just like the South, it was Yahweh's will the South should lose. We are we we have there's two different bloodlines. There is the Adamic, there's the Adamic through Noah, through you know Shem through Noah, through to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Israel. You know it is the Israelite race. You know the Israelite, you know Yahweh's servant nation, who Yahweh has protected, and it is the Satan through through seduction of Eve, through Cain, through to Canaan. Through to the what? The Sephardic and the Ashkenazi Khazar Jews of today, and you have this second satanic evil bloodline. And pretty well, the vast majority of everything outside those two bloodlines are nothing more than the six day beast of the field, which has been pretty well mongrelized, and Yahweh has brought it to the situation today to where there is a conflict going on between good and evil. And the end result is seven years of absolute horror before the situation is settled. But the situation will be settled. I don't have a bit of worry about the white race dying off, like all these tards, most of them, like Andre the Nigger, it's going to be it's settled, going to be but settled. It, it, it'll be settled without going to the second phase of that war. Of, no, Why do you Virgil, 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 you've already pointed out. You've already pointed out why you have paid some attention to what happened in Greece. You're a banker. Yeah. Why you know, you know what happens when, well, essentially... There is no ability to pay back these loans that these bankers make at all. There is no ability to pay it back here. You know what happens. Well, you know what yeah, happens, you bankrupt, well, you become a third world country for a well, little bit. Well, we are, third, we are you know, a third world. Maybe for a, a generation or two, you're just third world. You know? well, well, welcome to well, the third but, world. But, 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 but virtual. When this country, the way you're looking at it, because you're not going to struggle, well, this country is essentially Nuevo Mexico, you know, with a little bit of Aswan and a little bit of Nuevo Africa, and essentially <laughs> there's no more white people left, uh, you act like somehow, somehow things are going to go ahead and get peachy keen. And the answer no, they're is not. It's not. They're not. No, I already know huh. Mugabe in Zimbabwe. Uh, it's been hell the whole time he's uh, he's there. But does anybody remove him? Does does anybody, the revolutionaries, the ones that change white privilege or whatever you want to call it, do they? Does anybody ever come and replace the idiots that caused that damage, at, like Obama is doing now in the U.S.? No, nobody well, ever. No, 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 no. Let me just tell you who Obama's replacement is going to be. It's going to be that bitch Swillery. 
Right? Hillary is is so retarded. I can't even imagine her being elected. Even, even well, let me see. Let me see. Uh, did you did you pay attention? I mean, you may have paid attention to the faggot marriage decision, uh, but you yeah, know, you I did, paid... and and that's disgusting. It's like the end of civilization. No, it ain't disgusting at all. Shit. Yo, I mean, what difference does it make here? I'll tell you, I'll tell you the decisions that should worry you. It's the Thursday decision to where, guess what? The the uh, United States government has a right to force niggers into your white summer. Right. Summer. Yeah, I, you know, I, I that was that Thursday too. decision, and then Monday's decision, which said that Arizona and Kansas cannot check. For citizen papers, yeah, you can't. In order it. to allow federal election, guess what? Exactly. Like, yeah, you, know, you that, don't want illegals to be illegals to be allowed to vote just like anybody else. Well, I mean, sure. I mean, you can't check their fucking paperwork. They ought to be able to vote for Hillary. They ought to be able to vote for Democrat. You know, let me just tell you. There it goes. There it goes. Let me see. Kansas and Arizona. Bye bye. I mean, we're talking about, guess what? You know, the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court simply voted for, well, voted for, you know, by a vote of five to four, they voted for Hillary. Just like in 2000, they voted for Bush. I I don't even know. I don't even think the the liberals care about Hillary. I think she's just like the No, no, she's a bitch. They're going to put somebody else in there. Wow. Maybe maybe they'll put maybe they'll put that Jew Bertie Sanders because oh yeah I don't, well, I don't, we I don't need an oh, oh, open communist you know well why not because really I swear Obama is an open communist we all know uh, Frank Marshall Davis was his his little uh, uh daughter well he fucked him as a kid right well yeah <laughs> his mother was he Jew, fucked him as a kid and he was a communist. He yeah. was an open member of the Communist Party. Um, we all know this stuff. We we all know this from Obama's history. With Reverend Wright was, you know, basically, good God. There, there, there is nothing to even gain from Reverend Wright other than, yeah, dumbass. <laughs> okay. My, you know, what I'm trying to point out, Virgil, okay, is that I do not, you know, I mean, I, 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 you know, would you say that I cut to the chase? I mean, you know, if, if since I don't view niggers as people, they're six-day beasts filled with eight souls. And since they're two-legged animals, you know, beasts of fields essentially pejorative for animal. I mean, That's essentially right. they're simply animals. They're just simply animals that have no part, have no part. With us here, and I have like, no problem with that. I have no problem with that. Okay. okay, well then, once you understand that they're animals who have absolutely no right to live off the white man, what are you going to do then? Now, if it was possible, you know, Virgil, this may not be very nice for you. You may you may go ahead and hate me, but if it's not possible, then maybe maybe it's called racial federalism. Maybe. Maybe, you know, have peace with the fucking niggers. Essentially ship them all to Africa. Lowland, Georgia. 
Alabama and Mississippi. And as a result, why, hey, uh, if you want to be, and maybe parts of South Carolina, which is, you know, becoming majority nigger, I mean, you know, Virgil, I mean, if you want to live in the South here, why, I'm quite sure go. they could use a bank. They could use a bank in South Dakota. You know, that's South. <laughs> that's where I'm from. That's where I'm South from. South Dakota you know, is not exactly South. South but yeah, yeah. You know, that's, 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 that's the South here. I think uh, South they, Dakota is mostly empty, you know. Well, that's, <laughs> but that's very few people live saying. there because it's fucking cold. <laughs> it is colder than North Dakota in some cases. I know. I mean, uh, I was born and raised up there. It is very cold. But on the other hand, uh, you know that's why that's why I'm a two tenths of a degree warmer, you know, warmer blooded and thicker blooded than uh, you know the most white people. I mean, I'm I'm just, you know, most people what 98.8. My normal temperature is what 99. I mean, I'm okay. two tenths of a degree warmer, and for my glad my blood is thicker than uh, you know the most people. And essentially, that's you know that's because you know. Bear and half my family are a bunch of Swedes, but uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't case, worry about that. You know. No, I don't worry about it. I mean, see, as a result, I mean, I can't even see how anybody can fucking live. You know, I, I've been, I've driven the truck, I've driven the truck. I don't see how any white man can live in fucking Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, and so. If, if you want peace, you want racial peace, you know, because pretty well what the nigger believes is the white man ought to be his slave and essentially provide the nigger with, you know, well, with, uh, we with liquor and white, we, you know, white pussy and everything like that here. Niggers believe the white man ought to be their slaves. Yes, yeah, it is bad, but we deal with it better than Northerners do because in the South... Because you have to deal with them fucking niggers. But let's just point out, there's going to be a time when, guess what? You Southerners are going to have to learn to live life without fucking niggers. Unless, yeah. unless you want to, well, live in, well, New Africa. Exactly. I mean, we, we deal with it, but the worst problems that happen when you talk about knockout game and, and polar bear hunting, you know, that, that shit happens up north. It's, it, this shit happens in Chicago, Baltimore, all this yeah, stuff up north. Yeah, that happens up north. Yeah, what and, happens and it is doesn't happen southern down niggers, south as southern much. Niggers, southern niggers have learned the hard way is that, guess what? The white man down south is not going to put up with nigger shit. Too much thieving nigger no, shit. No, definitely not. We'd, we'd okay. go all in on them. Oh, we would. Oh, we, yeah. It would be a, a, a rally. Okay, <laughs> let's rally around the flag. And well, we're going to kill these fucking niggers that did, did, did it. You all know. right, let's see. They don't see? do that anymore. I got you. Uh, I got North, you. It's more like, uh, well... This just happens, and nobody gets in trouble for it. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe if I work on you, how yeah, you were, you were bitching about Dylan Roof here, and now I got you green. Is that if need be? Why, you know, maybe, well, maybe kill a few niggers here. You know what I mean? 
you know, maybe maybe if I talk to you and you drink a little bit more, you know, by the end, by the time you pass out or get virtual drunk, maybe you'll just be screaming for nigger blood. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm reasonable. I'm actually the most reasonable no, person I'm, I'm, that I'm, ever I'm, lived I'm, on this earth. I promise you, I'm the most reasonable person. I ever. know, I know, Virgil. I mean, I'm reasonable too here. Really, I, I am. I am well, sort of reasonable. It's, I mean, it's I, not I, like we just need to call for nigger blood or something. It, it's just that well, we got problems I mean, that are going if, on. If they and, are, if they are, you know, I mean, it's sort of like it's sort of like. You know what we did wrong. We did wrong to them. We did wrong to them. Them sand niggers. I mean, oh so yeah, we did wrong to them, but they did wrong to themselves when when blacks sold blacks into slavery throughout history. Well, yeah, yeah it was well, all black on right, black right. crime. Well, they, you know, like and when they sold them to the Muslims, it, this is not like a white on black crime. It never was. Okay, all right. Well, well okay, we do that. I mean, you know what we did is that we. We went ahead and forced. We went ahead and forced the. Uh, we went ahead and forced the Jew, the Jews, onto them uh, Arabs supporting. Uh, That's you know, what Arabs. Did. We we went ahead. We went ahead and forced a bunch of mangy Khazars, you know, on the poor old sand niggers in Palestine for supposedly the whole hoax, which occurred in Germany or something like That's that. That's the thing that doesn't exist in my mind. That link. The Jew link, you know that that a lot of people on these sites, you know, understand things. I don't get that Jew link. I don't think when I think slavery, I don't think Jews. I don't. You don't? No. Well, see these Jews. See these Jews. Some party Jews like uh, Eli James is uh, Ken here. He's a some party Jew. Oh, by the way, by the way, for those who are listening today, uh, you know, Rabbi Fink. And so then Packy Shanks, uh, the uh, Packy, you know, the Packy with the camel nose, uh, over on Andre the Nigger's Daily Spermer, uh, old Finkelstein was yapping about how he owned, he owned six of the seven volume set by a Jew boy talking about the Jews and the Clifton M. Heiser, the full-fledged uh, Partic, you know, uh, you know, Marino Jew boy. Oh, seven of the seven volumes about uh, about the history of the Jews here. Now, think he doesn't like Eli James or Joseph November or Joseph Cuts Putts, whatever November, this, whatever his name is this week, because Eli is a supporting Jew, and Finkelstein he's a he's an Ashkenazi Khazar Jew, and he doesn't believe he's an actual Jew. Uh, you know, he of course read you know this other stuff, but anyway. Uh, you know, to me, to me, Virgil, Jews, Jews, why they're not people either. Jews are the spawn of Satan. Can you say spawn of Satan, Virgil? Can you say Satan? Yeah, <laughs> I, I knew like you. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm imitating, um, you know, Mr. Roberts or. Uh, <laughs> no, you sounded like the church lady on Saturday Night Live. It was no, like lady. Can Dana say, Carvey or whatever. Can you say, say Spot of Satan? Oh, by the way, can you say Satan? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, what happens is Meerkat Mark Downey, you know, uh, <laughs> Meerkat Mark Downey. 
Uh, he, uh, oh, he used to be a, a supposed Klansman, uh, who I think was, was fed here. He, uh, he ran off with the, uh, he ran off with the, uh, sexual mascot here, this Jewish sexual mascot. He was married to the Klan leader who probably was a Jew boy himself. You know, Badinsky is a Jew name. So essentially, he ran off, the, uh, Clud ran off with the Claliff, uh, who was the second command. And uh, you know, they've been mad at me ever since 2002 when I told old Debbie Downey, I says, you're not no clan Claleth. You're the clan Quant. So I gave her the name Quant. You know, <laughs> you know KL. Oh, I mean, you Yeah, I call her, you know, I said, you're, the, you're not the clan Claleth. You're the clan Quant. Anyway, Meerkat Mark was pissing and moaning and defaming old Milton Munster Don Black, who used to let him and Quant censor and ban all the dual seed lighters over on Sperm Fart. And now he is defaming poor old Milton Munster. You know, Milton Munster ain't much of a white nationalist. Uh, what happens is that Fakel she was uh, defaming old Dr. Kevin McDonald, old K-Mac or whatever. He's, okay. he's a great intellectual. Have you ever read his book? Um, was that the guy that wrote the thing? No. The culture um, of critique. The culture yeah, of critique. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, let me let yeah. me just tell you. Let me just tell you. I got the PDF for culture of critique, and I got the PDF for Mein Kampf. And let me just tell you, I have gotten further in Mein Kampf than I ever have gotten in the culture of critique. <laughs> oh, it's that complicated. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, hell. Uh, you know, I I got to I think the first three or four chapters of Mein Kampf. I mean, this is this is some big shit here. You know what I mean? And so I have I have I've gotten more like about 125 pages into Mein Kampf with about a thousand or so. I mean, I it's been it's a foreign piece. But I only, I only was able to manage to read about what about 25 30 pages of his 495 page book, The Culture Critique. And what I boiled down to is that Dr. Kevin McDonald, he's 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 gone ahead and really researched. He's real smart and also like William Pierce. He has come up with the conclusion that ta-da, Jews are different than white people. Well, yes, K Mac. The reason that Jews are different than white people is because they are the spawn of Satan. Satan seduced even the Garden of Eden. And uh, if you believe the Willie Martin notion, why? Uh, you know, old Satan disguised himself as a nigger, and old Eve seen that big old black snake. She rolled over, and guess what? Nine months later, I pops well, came. So, in any case, you know, uh, Jews are different than Adamic men. That's because Jews are the spawn of Satan. And here you have Meerkat Mark. He doesn't believe in an actual devil, and neither does Finkelshevi. I mean, both you know, both Baal Fink. Both Bale Fink and you know and Meerkat Mark believe that the Jews somehow spawned themselves here. Well, that's called right. evolution. That's called evolution here. You know what I mean? You know, what I mean, Fink ought well, to go ahead. Well, and look. Why not? Why not have? I'm telling you, you're exaggerating. All this Jew stuff. Uh, who cares about the Jews? Why? Because why? because Jews. They're not people either, 
but they're smarter than niggers. Can you say smarter than niggers? Yeah, they're they are smart. They're definitely smart. Smart. They're than sneaky. Niggers. They're sneaky. They're sneaky. Jews are, ain't they? Uh, no, not the man. No. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're saying. I'm what I'm. I'm well, you're if a you want to blame, if you want to blame, what white liberals are the problem? White liberals are the problem, and they cause all the damage that we have have to deal with. Well, I agree. Culturally. I agree. We call them. I call them liberal wiggers. Can you say liberal wiggers? Liberal wiggers. That's fine. Lib- not liberal. Liberal wiggers. Liberal wiggers. Put a G before a liberal, and you have liberal figures. But, yeah, I, I just differ with you a little bit on that point about, like, going after Jews. I mean, who cares about Jews? Well, if white hell, people would do hell, what they wanted, I mean, if, if white people would do what they were supposed to do, it wouldn't matter. It, it, the only well, reason this matters if is... They, if, they were, if they were to turn Jews into something useful, like, well, lampshades and soap here... You're right. It wouldn't matter. It, it they they come after us every day. These white liberals. Well, your white privilege. Oh, but, oh, really? Well, I, white, I know, really? I know, We're I, know, all... I know, but I know, but it, it's Jews. It's Jews who stick their hands up the asshole, you know, the assholes of liberal figures and run their little, you know, liberal figure mouths here. You know what I mean? Under normal, yeah, I, yeah, under normal I, I circumstances, G- under normal circumstances, someone like me would be able to go ahead and just say geld them here, you know, geld a few of them, and the rest of them would just want to shut the fuck up here. But I Jews, just don't see that, that it's Jews, Jews who wind up with the wiggers. I, I, I see it. The, the liberals now today, they're so they're so evil, is what it is. That they they're that crap that they believe they're 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 making that up on their own. It's nothing to do with Jews anymore. It's just them. It's just okay. those white liberals. All right, all right, 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 right. So you haven't, you know, I mean, Virgil, I mean, yeah. we're I, I'm working, I'm working on your education about niggers here. You know, and oh, yes, you I don't have to educate me about niggers. I know I okay. live in the well, south. Well, I know well, plenty well, about those well, motherfuckers. Well, I know, I know, but. I know, but like most Southerners, you sort of think, you know, I mean, I don't know what it is about you Southerners here, but you sort of seem to think that somewhere in every little nigger, there's a little, there's a little wigger here just waiting to go ahead and unzip the little, uh, unzip the little nigger suit here and, you know, hey, a little, little, little white guy will pop up here and say, well, speaking, I like that blonde. Actually, actually I'm very realistic about niggers, believe so, me. Okay, all right. Well, you still well, think they're there's no, there's I'm, I'm nothing to, that can save them at all. There is nothing. I'm trying to weed you off and thinking the niggers people. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to work on trying to, you know, get you to, you know, stop thinking of Jews as, being little hook nosed, little wiggers here, and little, you know, a little, you know, a little Jew suit here. You know what I mean? You know, it's and more, it's more that the, the little Jew, the little hook nose, whatever. I just don't even think about them because they're not even in my life in any way. I don't even know. Well, they, don't, they don't exist in my well, life. I, you, know, you know, you know that there are some Jew banks. Yeah, there's some Jew out there somewhere, back. like like Richard Dreyfus that. Starting Jaws or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah, got well, in the cage with a shark, you know. It's like, who the fuck cares? <laughs> who 
caught a break. So he's actually lived longer because he gunned down them people because in jail, they won't let him drink or smoke here. So he's probably right. suffering quite a bit. I imagine the DTs he had, you know, he had within a day or so. Have you ever had DTs or anything like that? I've, I've never had detox. I mean, no, I, I don't drink that much. I, I drink oh, a little okay. bit. You know, I drink enough to have a good time. Okay. Well, but now you're uh, talking about me having detox or whatever. DTs, delirious tremens here, where you're, you know, where all your cells are just saying, "I need to be pickled." You know, and so you've heard of deli- you've heard of the DTs, haven't you? Well, detox. Well, no, not detox. Detox is where you end up getting the DTs because you're going yeah, cold. Yeah, you know, like the shakes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I don't get that. I'm not that much of a drunk. Okay. All right. Well, that's well good matter of fact, uh, Michelle was telling me something about. Y'all would say embarrassing things about me online. But you, uh, your idea. I mean, look, Virg, uh Yeah, yeah. What, what were y'all I mean, I mean, about it, it's like it's like this. It's like this here. I have said, I have said, and I did point out is that there was a Saturday about a month ago. Right. Yeah. That, when, that, that you when have, I passed you out. Have yeah. do, you have to do. You have to do a show. I said, well, Virgil, are you drunk? And you said, no, I'm not Virgil drunk. I says, so what's Virgil drunk? He says, well, you said, well, when I get so drunk, I pass out. So what happens is that you were yakking, okay, just fine enough for about an hour, and then you were supposed to call Michelle. And what happens is that five minutes goes by and ten minutes goes by, and then I figure out, well, you're Virgil drunk. So I Yeah, I was. I was, and I, like I said, you know, well, you, you apologize for it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to. I'm not going to have a big problem with. You know, I'm not going to have a big problem because essentially you told me up front that you weren't virtual drunk at the time. When, when I get that drunk, drunk, I swear, you know, there's no, there's no way to control it. You're just, you're just out. You know, you're looking for somewhere on the floor to go crawl to to like take a nap. Oh yeah, hell, I I, I was in, I was in the army. I was in the army. I was in the army, and you have what we call the drunken lifer corps. These yes. people in the army because they don't have, they can't get any place else. You know, and guess what? The army has non-taxable cigarettes and non-taxable alcohol. So what they do is that they drink and they smoke and they drink and they smoke and every so often you see them and they're lying, you know, they're lying, you know, on the floor, you know, exactly. with their head in the trash can and essentially sometimes they miss the trash can and they piss themselves <laughs> and sometimes if they get real bad they shit themselves and essentially well, that they too, do. But I, well, I they haven't shat myself that I know of in the last. You know, twenty years. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I have been, I have been very drunk to where I puked all over myself. Oh yeah, I've done that. Definitely. Second, you know, the first worst drunk was on graduation from Crowder College, 
1978, sometime in April or so, or May. The second worst drunk I had was in, when was it here? Oh, let's see, May, June, July. I opened up this 25 drachma souvenir of Greece, you know, homemade. You went to Greece? Oh, yeah. Back when they had the drachma? Oh, yeah, this was in 1982, but I also went in, you know, well. They, they might that, have to drop my again pretty soon. They probably <laughs> will. Uh, they probably will. Uh, essentially, I, uh, you know, a drachma was worth about, oh, it was equivalent to about a penny or so, or maybe <laughs> two, two cents or something like that. That sounds like when I went I, to I, Mexico, I bought, you know. I bought the equivalent. Well, the peso, you know, the peso, the peso, the peso was like a half a penny, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, the drachma was about two cents. I bought a twenty-five drachma, aka fifty-cent souvenir of Greece when I okay. went down to Crete. I bought a souvenir of Greece, and what it was, it was homemade ouzo with the opium flakes and all that sort of shit here in that. And I, you know, I mean, shoot. You know, that damn souvenir of Greece is perfectly acceptable as long as it's on the mantelpiece or whatever, collecting dust here. But whatever the fuck you do, do not open that 25 drachma souvenir of Greece. I did. I Uh drank it. I drank it. I had the second worst drunk in my life. And essentially, I did it, and here I was, covered with puke. I ran in there. I didn't clean up after it. Essentially, I made formation because I didn't want to be AWOL. I went, made to the marching, and I puked. I puked and puked and puked out next to every compost pile, which was about six or eight of them here, you know, that day. I mean, I was puking and puking and puking and puking. <laughs> so I got 10 days extra duty because of that little escapade here. And I didn't get an Article 15. I was guilty as hell. But, uh, yeah, you, uh, you, know, you don't want to drink. You don't want to drink the genuine. You don't want to drink the, the, the ouzo. You want to drink the genuine. You don't want to drink the genuine souvenir of Greece here. And essentially it was 25 drachmas, so that was around 45 or 50 cents by what bowl down. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I didn't buy a second souvenir of Greece here. Although after the first one, uh, I probably would have left the souvenir of Greece alone. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so uh now I remember the in Mexico you could bring two bottles back, you know, so uh my chaperone said that I was married to her and somehow I got two bottles across. <laughs> but no. it was like well, you know, well, it's got I, I the worm been. in the in the bottle, you know, it's like I, I think it had two worms in the bottle, one of them that oh, I brought like the no, tequila. I, 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 I can't <laughs> The tequila here. I have done. I know. Drunk. I know. I don't know. Here, I got drunk on the all you can drink for two dollar uh, purple passions, which was great Kool Aid, great Kool Aid and Everclear mixed with some oh, fat. That sounds like here. some Jim Jones stuff there. Oh, that is well. Drinking the Kool Aid. Well, no, it, you know, it was great Kool Aid mix. You know, purple passions. All it was was great Kool Aid mixed with vodka and Everclear. The the and, one that oh, the, oh, the one that got me so drunk that I I was hung over for two days and I woke up in a shower in the in the dorm. Uh it was it was 
it was called bullfrogs. It was like like limeade, you know, like concentrate, like kind of like you make orange juice, but only it's limeade. And then they had Sprite in there, and they had Everclear in there. And you you drink one drink, like a big, you know, twenty four ounce drink. Oh my God, you're so messed up that you end up. Uh, you you wake up in the shower <laughs> with your clothes on and wonder how you got there, and then you're hungover for two days. It was like ever. Oh yeah, well that's what that's what uh, that's what the all you can drink for two or three dollars. Yeah. Uh, you, you drink all you can drink, and usually it's about two, maybe three of them. Uh, what they do is they pour it in plastic cups here, you know, these 12-ounce plastic cups, and well, you drink you that shit, and then you puke, and then you puke. Well, that but, was their idea. You don't think you don't think that they were going to use actual grape juice to make purple passions, do <laughs> What they did with the, 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 like you're talking about, you go to a party in college, and they'd have a garbage can, like a big garbage can, you know, waist high. It's full of red, and there's another one full of blue. And you know there's Everclear and stuff in there, you know. It's, you drink a little bit of that, and it's like, my well, God, I well, messed up. Afterwards, I bought, I bought a small jar of Everclear. And what happens, I probably still got it. Uh, I bought it for the purpose of uh, dipping a Q-tip in. And I don't know, back in VCR time here, you know, it was better than rubbing alcohol because the rubbing out al- the isopropyl ac- alcohol would sort of mess up with the rubber. But what you'd do is you'd buy the Everclear, and you would scrub off you would scrub off the recording and playback heads of your VCR. You know, what yeah. I mean, the Everclear wouldn't mess up the uh, the innards of the uh, the innards of the VCR. So uh, yeah, I. Uh, I don't know. I probably still have Doubt the Hubble. I probably still got that ball of Everclear, but I don't really use the VCR much anymore, so I don't bother cleaning the heads with it anymore. You know what I mean? I, I, I didn't mess with the Everclear after college. You know, that's too strong. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's too strong. <laughs> In any case, let's take a let's take another break. Let's take another break here, and uh, you know, if you want to come back on the other side, that'd be nice. Okay. All right. All right. Hail Victory.
Okay, we are back, and I have this guy named Virgil on the line. He's from Mississippi someplace, you know, in, uh, what, mid-Mississippi, around Pearl, Jim Giles country? Yeah, and like uh, the, the middle of Mississippi, yeah. Okay. Well, let me see. Jackson, Jackson's sort of more toward the west end of the state, though, isn't it? It's a little bit west and a little bit south far as the center of the state, but, yeah, but Jackson, that's, that's the, you know, nobody lives in Jackson except, like, niggers, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you wouldn't want to live there because they'll kill you, you know. Well. But, you know, people live around Jackson. They really do. They live around Well, Jackson. yeah, they live around Jackson. And that's uh, where in, the in people high, are. In Hines County. That's, Hines County. That's the people that's, like, have jobs and stuff. Hines County, yeah. yeah. No, people with jobs, out. they live around Jackson. Black and white, and, and, you know. And the main street used to be Cherry Avenue, and they probably changed its name to Martin Luther Raccoon by now, haven't they? Uh, probably so. I don't even know. I just know there's a Martin Luther King Avenue, and if you ever get stuck on it, you know, you got to go, Help! <laughs> Come save me! <laughs> Who are you gonna yell to save you, niggers? I mean, hey, no, let's call nine one one. Well, yes, have niggers. Somebody's say. gonna kill you there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I swear you don't want to be caught. That that was actually a uh, what, what's that black comedian, Chris Chris Rock or something? Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, if you're on. Martin Luther King Boulevard, then you go, Help! Call 911! <laughs> he even said it himself, and he's right. <laughs> you don't want to be caught on Martin Luther King Boulevard every, anywhere. Oh, yeah. Any yeah hilarious one of how to keep getting your ass whipped by cops. He was telling niggers to you know, ditch a hoe. You know, and essentially uh, do a number of things. Show your hands. You know, don't show your hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and it, it was it was sort of hilarious because it was true here. And <laughs> they, they called him Uncle Todd. He had another one about how even with she booms, they want to have these weaves here. And what they oh, the want is they want the hair thing, the extensions, right? Yeah, you know, they want to look like white. <laughs> you know, they want they want to look like they're blonde, blue-eyed white people here. Well, I was going funny. by Walmart. Did you I was see going at by Ferguson at Ferguson when that riot was going on. Did you see how they were they were stealing all those hair extensions? I mean, it was like hilarious. It's like they're running out of these stores with hair extensions, <laughs> like in their arms, just a whole bunch of them. <laughs> like that's some kind of great value in the black well, community. I gather now. they buy. <laughs> They buy these Dravidian Indians' hair from India. Because there's no white women who are wanting to sell their hair to niggers. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know, it's like... But they're, it's buying, just, they're, buying poor, they're buying poor Indian white hair is what they're, you know, yeah. Indian hair, and they're dyeing it white or something like that here. For the and weed. the Indians, you know, like some of them, like North India... They're they're kind of like whiter, and then in southern India they're basically niggers. Well, yeah, it's well, kind of radiates throughout the country. You know, it's like a Italy. 
Italy yeah. is like India. The further south you go, the further oh, yeah, south like you go, the uh, the darker it gets. Sicily, they they look like you know Moors. Basically, is what they are. They're Moors. You know, the Moors took over. No, they're, they what they are is that four thousand to thirty five hundred years ago, these Aryans they loaded up their ox carts. And they headed, they headed east, and then they went through the Khyber Pass, the Khyber Pass into northern. Are you talking India. about in Afghanistan? Oh yeah, well they went, yeah, yeah, in the Khyber Pass here, and they went through, they went through northern India, and yeah. what they did is that they conquered, they conquered these Dravidian niggers, and these Dravidian niggers, uh. You know, they, 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 they were able to whip, you know. I mean, the white man has always been able to, if he wants to, uh, you know, hey, sort of like old Swindler's List here. I, I mean, I love Swindler's List, especially the part where old Ammon Guilty, he's going ahead and shooting Jews just for the fuck, you know, just for the fun of it. Oh, here. yeah, that, you know that, I mean? that guy, what's his name? Rafe Rafe something. Rafe. Uh, uh, his name is something, you know, something Fiennes or something like that. Yeah, Ray Fiennes eh? or something. Yeah, yeah. He was and, crazy in that movie. He was. He oh, was they like say the actual. Before. They say the actual Jewess who was Eamon gives a little, uh, poor, poor, uh, you know, mistreated housekeeper. She went ahead. And she seen old. Uh, she seen the actor, and he looked so much like Eamon Gilk. You know, Eamon Gilk. You know, aiming goat that uh, she was just like pissing down her leg here. You know what I mean? Oh, it's really? just like, oh, it just says that the <laughs> see with him around here. See, it's you never, you know, never knew is that when he get it to his head. You know, he wasn't really drunk. I mean, he never knew when. You know, they never knew when the blonde beast would get his head just to go ahead and gun him down for the fuck of it. You know what I mean? You know, because he really didn't like Jews at all. You know, I mean. <laughs> Well, something Ooh, like Ray Fiennes, you know, they, they well, no, the real, the real guy he was playing, Ammon Goat. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I mean, but the guy, you know, that guy would actually, that you know, guy, would actually, he, would he'd go ahead, he go ahead, he take, he take a Mauser here with a scope on it, and you know, if he went ahead and seen a Jew sort of flocking around and you know trying to do it, he'd go ahead and just. Shoot that Jew dead to kill him, and just make him you know, run and scream and all that here. And the the Nazis actually actually put him up on charges for. Why would they not the, put him up yeah. on charges? I mean, if he was like killing well, the Nazis, people, the Nazis actually did put him up on charges. You know what I mean? And then they decide, oh, what the fuck here? Why bother? I mean, so he shot some. I, I would shoot him in the head myself if I had. Why? A because he's a fucking bastard that was killing us some people. Well, okay, we we get back to that here. Uh, I mean, uh, we are, we yeah. already point out the nigger in my book. Niggers are not people. Well, Jews are not people either. It's spawn of Satan. Okay. Okay. Let's yeah. See. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, let's see. Good Lord. No, I mean we disagree. Twenty-two. On Twenty-two. Things, what I'm saying. We Twenty-two. Disagree Hold on here. We disagree uh, what, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, uh, what happens is that guest number 22, guest number 22 is about to suffer. He's about to suffer a Nimtard abortion. Uh-oh. 
You know, a Nimbusters a Nim, called a Nimtard abortion. A Nimtard, you know, I don't know if you heard Nimbusters not here. He's about guest number 22. is about to suffer from a Nimbuster Tard abortion here. But I'm giving, I'm giving him the chance so that everybody can see, everybody can see his fucktardation. I'm going to give him a chance to log out, guest number 22. Now, it's probably Marty Chomo or another Nimbuster Tard. But I'm going to I'm going to give guest number 22. I'm going to give him another. I'm going to give him 30 seconds to unlog so that people can you know look at his flectardation, you know, without me having to go ahead and block him. Now, if he doesn't if he doesn't commit nimtardicide within 30 seconds. <laughs> I take it. We're, we're, we're gonna, I, I, know, I know we're going to have we're going to have the aim and go. We're going to have the aim and go. <laughs> the aim what, and go. What, what I'm taking is that Virgil <laughs> is guest retard number whatever, right? Well, see, guest number 12 is Johnny Tonto Britton. I don't know if you knew Johnny Tonto Britton back when he used to be on Stumbleland. You know, he turned out no, to be... I, I don't remember Johnny Tonto. His name was John Britton here, Six Killer here, but you know Johnny Tonto Britton here. But I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Uh, maybe 41 needs to do it. But hey, guest number 22 here. Let me see. Who's guest number 22? Do it, Is it me? It because I'm about to do, I'm about to do a Nimbuster Tard, aiming guilt, you know, essentially abortion here, forced abortion here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna force guest number 22 to either. You know, log out, or I'm just going to go ahead and lock him here. Who is guest number 22? Oh, he's a Nimbuster Tard. Is okay. it me? Is it me? Well, guest 12 is Johnny Tonto here, but, you know, hell. Johnny Tonto, hell, I mean, you know, poor little poor little red nigger has to work real good, real hard to support. Let me see. Uh... Three sons, six daughters from four different women here, and uh, you know he is a French Canadian heifer. Pretty well, just you know, you know, just goes ahead and makes him work real hard. He's a, he's really he used to pretend to be a CI dentist uh, pastor, but he was really just simply a Lamanite uh, Mormon polygamist. But anyway, we're, we're getting away from the abortion here, the the Nimbuster Tard abortion here. Guest number twenty, guest number twenty-two here. Uh, forty-seven, forty-eight. Uh, when when my when my clock when my clock gets to fifteen here, you're gonna suffer a Nimbuster tard abortion here. So let's see, fifty-eight, fifty-nine. How, oh shit, you only got about you only got about fifteen. You only got fifteen seconds left. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six. Guess number twenty-two. You need to log off. Six, five, four, three. Two, one, your time is up. Oh, by the way, here, you know, click, 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 click. Got another Sheldon Chamber. Guess what he wanted just did, you know, just stopped him. I'm still here. I, I, I wasn't had, me. I was guest number 22 or whatever. No, no, you're not guest number 22. Uh, guest okay, number 22. And then what happens is that since I was, you know, since guest number 22 wouldn't, wouldn't voluntarily abort itself here, 
Uh, guest number 41, he suffered too here. Now guest number 22 is gone, but nobody can read his fucktardation here. You see, guest numbers 11, 12, 15, 16, 16, and guest number 6 and 8, and Papa Cat, Papa Cat, Cat Reed, Cat Reed is fucktardation here. <laughs> And guest number 41, it might think it's unfair as well because I didn't. It's sort of like, you know, here you are, you're sort of like aiming girls here, and you go ahead and you shoot a malingering Jew that you see down on the, you see, a, you know, down on the, uh, you know, you see down, you know, on the work camp here, you see this Jew malingering here, he's not really working real hard. And what happens? You go ahead and shoot the malingering Jew. But you see another Jew that's even lingering even worse here. And what happens? You decide, oh, what the fuck? Don't even give him warning. So pretty well, 22 and 41 just suffered nimbuster tard, amen guilt abortions here. Sort of like on Swindler's list here. Now, now, doubtless, Virgil, why you might think that, well, you know, you sort of think that niggers are people and Jews right. are well, uh, what, what do you think about well, more, more Jews than niggers? I mean, God, niggers are kind of like way below Jews. Okay, well, and uh, Jews are so, like way below you know white people. According to the according to the way Martin Heresy is a Satan disguised himself as a nigger here and showed his uh, black snake and old Eve thought that was quite a peach and that's the forbidden fruit and essentially Cain is a. Uh, you know, all Jews have, uh, even blonde, blue-eyed Jews, have 5 to 15% nigger marker genes in them here. Sort of like corn cob. He's 14% nigger. Now, Rabbi Fink here, he's more like 86% Jew here. Just like corn cob, too. But anyway, what do you think about nimbuster tards? Or would you say nimbuster tards are people, too? Um, I would say nimbuster tards are people that should be shoot away. They're they're not they're not actually people. They they should be shooed away. Oh, okay. Like, well, get out of here. But, like, but, shoot. Didn't I, <laughs> but didn't I give guest number what? Guest number twenty one or twenty two? I mean, shit. Nimbus retards. You can't keep track. But didn't I give? Didn't I give this character plenty of chance to essentially log he off? Logged off. Yeah, he could log off. Time, I gave him plenty of time to, well, essentially geld himself or run off or whatever, didn't I? You know, I, I gave him plenty of time here. How do you geld uh, yourself? Is that like you, you do ball well, yourself? Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, shoot. I, I, I'm, I bet I could make a Nimbuster Tar geld himself. I mean, you just have to, <laughs> have to, you just have to apply the, the uh, necessary, uh, you know, the necessary, uh, oh, you know, it, it's just a gumption to even go through with that, basically, you know. Well, Is that necessary, you know. I mean, I mean, you, if I have to, the ass, you know. If I have to do the gelding, I'm probably going to go ahead and insist upon doing <laughs> it too. I'm going to insist upon the pelt as well as the nuts here. So anyway, guess, you know, but guess number 41, guess number 41, why, hey, he just, you know, he was just simply a target of opportunity. You know what I mean? So, uh, so far, it, it, I know I know that Optima was on earlier. Uh, other than me and you and her, who's on? Like guest number forty-one. Who the hell is that? Oh, uh, you know, on the show. The reason I like talks to you is that talks to you allows 
relative anonymity. Now, guest number 12 is Johnny Tonto Britton here. And sometimes he has, I hear his nephew, his nephew who was in the Cottonwood you know, penitentiary for being a, a drunken red nigger here. I hear his nephew Jeff's out of prison here. But it might be his daughter, Lori, here. See, I knew old Johnny Tonto, and pretty well he had five daughters. And the oldest and the youngest one, why well, they looked like mongrels, of course, here. You know, the two middle ones didn't look so bad here, but... Uh, I knew a Johnny Toronto in college. It was, it was like his No, no, was... no, this is John Britton here. I call him Tonto. Tonto, uh, okay. You know, he, yes, he, he pretended, he pretended you know, because his, his uncle was Newman Britton. He's all mad at Dewey Tucker because Dewey Tucker... Oh, about a year and a half ago, showed a picture of his uncle Newman in a news in a you know in a pre Aryan Nations uh, organization called News. Right. And pretty well, what happens is that uh, you know Dewey Tucker was telling me is that they were talking with uh, you know with John Britton's grandmother, and uh, you know pretty well it was Uncle Newman. Uh, went to Arkansas and he married an obvious, you know, an open Indian called Sally. Okay. And so, and so, uh, you know, Dewey Tucker says, "Hey, uh, you're not supposed, you know, you're not supposed to indulge in race mixing with Indians or anything else, or <laughs> you know, or white people." So right. essentially, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to kick you, I'm going to have to kick you out of my organization here because if you're white people. Well, what happens is that John Britton's father was named Rufus, who was older than Newman, who really didn't know how to say much or do much of anything. And I said, what about Rufus? Uh, Rufus didn't marry an Indian. He says, well, Rufus came in with Newman, into news with Newman, and when Newman was kicked out, Rufus left too. And pretty well, uh, John Britton was lying. His father's name was James, but it was actually Rufus and uh, on April 30th, old Wick the Dick went ahead and made the John Britton's father's name was Rufus. So pretty well, Johnny Tonto has been lying to me all along. Well, uh, I'm being sued for $10.75 million, $10. million by the shit-skinned, unibrowed uh, mongrel named Brian Rio. Uh, and essentially, uh, yeah, he... $10 million. Ten point seven five million dollars. Okay. Okay. And uh And you're supposed to cough up this cash somehow, I guess. Well, <laughs> I mean no, no, no. What 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 happens is that he files lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit. I mean shit he got now he got what? Last time I looked, you know, well previously I looked he had eighteen lawsuits. Now he has what? One more. Twenty two lawsuits. And essentially they get open and closed. Now, the good thing is, is that I did talk to the Lake County, Ohio uh, court clerk, and from what I gather, Brian Real, you know, no longer is able to file in form of poppers. He has to pay $190 plus, uh, plus service fees now, so you know, probably he's, you know, probably old nigger lips is mad at me here. So, in any case, uh, <laughs> Anyway, here. Okay. Well, I don't know. Should I, you, you, what do you think? What do you think if I go ahead and do another Nimbus retard abortion? Um, I think it'd be a great idea. Okay. I, I'll be all Let's for see. that. Ah, hell. 
Well, this one here is a name that annoys me. So, you know, he goes here. I mean, this is just, I mean, uh, by the way, by the way, listen up. Listen up. Uh, Nimbus retards. You know, your average, you know, 7.98, you know, uh, you know, Mauser K, you know, K-A-R, you know, had an average of five shots in the magazine plus one in the chamber. So there's just been, there's been three shots. There's been three shots taken already here. So that means there's up to three more shots before I have to reload. And nigger puke, you know, nigger puke Marty Chomo. <laughs> I mean, that was the other Nimbus retard who just got here. Now I'm hovering. I'm hovering. I'm well, hovering. No, really, Martin, I have to go to sleep. I only got like five I hours. I bet you I do. really do. I need to go to sleep because five hours from now, I will be getting up the, the little beep, 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 the alarm. And bank strength. Is there much yeah. Is there much call for a loan? Is there much call for loans in Pearl, Mississippi, or is business bad or good or what? It's just kind of average right now. It's not, it's not like it's. You know, off the chart. Are, you're, are you loaning out? Are you loaning out money to niggers who want McMansions then, or something like that, or what? Uh, no, we don't make loans to niggers. We never have. It's just a policy. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. I, I'm not going to ask you what bank you work for, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, I mean, giving out loans to Mexican lettuce pickers, Mexican lettuce pickers. And, uh, you know, especially, dig, you know, diggers that work at McDonald's here, you know, for a McMansion. Yeah, if you work at McDonald's, then you should be able to buy a house, right? Uh, <laughs> boy, the next month, you're, you're going to be like, oh, my baby daddy, he just left me. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a good idea, but I don't know. You know, what percentage of Mississippi is nigger anyway? It's. It's close to forty, but it's it's like in the in the thirty nine percent range. Yeah, and but places like you know, I I once delivered a load of something or another in Jackson, Mississippi. Right. And the main avenue was Terry Avenue. Oh yeah, Terry, like, Road. Terry Road. It's Terry Road. Terry Road. Terry yeah. Road. That was the main. That was the main. And you had to avoid that because there was a certain railroad overpass which was only thirteen four. So you top off your trailer if you weren't careful. But in mm-hmm. uh, any case, uh, the main, you know, Terry, you know, Terry Road. That was the main, yeah, was that was Terry the main, Road. Terry yeah, Road. That is kind of, it's kind of near downtown, you know. Oh, it was downtown. Away, it was you know. the main, it was the main business, Terry Road. I mean, pretty well, yeah. everything was either north of Terry Road or south of Terry Road. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. So it's sort of like Birmingham. Birmingham ends up having two First Avenues, two Second Avenues, Third Avenues. They they divvy yeah, it up. I've gone, when I've gone to Birmingham, well, I was born there, but I have family there. So when you go back and and you got to get off on a certain exit, and it really is, you can find that certain exit, you know, off the interstate, off like off of I twenty or whatever. In Birmingham, and it's like, oh God, you know, I would be so lost without that 
ability to just know exactly where to get off. You know. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, I was uh, I was about to do another. I was about to go ahead and gun down another Nimbuster card, but I'm going I'm going to go ahead and let you go. Okay, Virgil. All right, man. Hey, Martin. I'll talk to you again. I will. You bet. And I will. I will try within the next day or so to re-engineer the show so you can listen to it. Uh, you can download it uh, probably tonight or tomorrow morning. But what I do is I re-engineer the shows. I add the music. I add the. Uh, you can hear me okay, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. What I do is I double the. Uh, I double the dynamic range of the, uh, you know, I I go ahead and I use wave pad. I double the dynamic range, and I go ahead and add songs. And uh, pretty well, I didn't do a monologue tonight. I'm going to get on with the monologue, but I will re-engineer the show. But if you want to have the original, uh, just download, uh, right-click and download the uh the uh, show as it is, and then within about two or three days, I will have a uh, re-engineered version. Hey, uh, sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Well, I'll talk to you later then, Virgil. Hail Victory. Hey, Hail Victory. <laughs> All right.
Okay, I'm back. Time for the monologue. I was uh, I was listening to Dewey Tucker's Fourth uh, of July special, and for about an hour or so, Dewey was pretty well on track. And then Bruce Corman came in and got him off track or something like that, or got him back to uh, oh, talking about what Dewey likes to talk about. Now, I don't agree with. Well, I don't agree with the idea of reincarnation. I don't agree with the idea of no free will. But I'd like to thank Dewey for calling, coming in, what, Thursday night? And he explained to me, you know, that yes, uh, there's Yahweh the Father and there's Christ the Son. And they're both made up of the same material called Holy Spirit here. And I really like Dewey, but. You know, as far as his dogma, well, if you believe Dewey, then there's nothing to do. If you're Elohim, if you're Elohim, then hey, you're not going to... And and one thing I found out uh, yesterday is that Dewey not only believes that Yahweh... Or, you know, Jesus Christ was Adam reincarnated. He believes that he was also Isaac and also David. So Jesus Christ was Adam and was reincarnated as Isaac and then was later reincarnated as David. Oh. Where is this here? This is when this is when this Dylan Roof got okay. All right. They were playing this uh arraignment of Dylan Roof. In case yeah, I, you know, I I just don't agree with Dewey. If you if you look at if you look at it, if you're Elohim, then hey, there is there's nothing really to do. Uh, you're going to go through as many reincarnations. Jesus Christ said, "Go through." I asked him, "Well, can't you just go through one?" He said, "Jesus Christ said, you have to go through one." And I found out that Dewey not only believes that Jesus Christ was Adam, but also was Isaac. And was David, and so you know that's too far fetched for me to believe here. But you know, Optima's right. Dewey knows a lot of that scripture stuff that Optima does not like. But you end up having you know you had Dewey explaining. But this so-called revolutionary war against George III. Now, I don't know if you've seen the movie The Patriot, where you had uh, Mel Gibson, who later got in trouble. It was made in 2000, when he was a number one star before he got drunk in 2006 and had a Mel Gibson moment and then apologized for it when he was arrested for drunk driving by this Jew pig. Are you a Jew? Jews cause all the trouble in the world. <laughs> and then after that, why, guess what? You show that you don't like Jews, well, you're in trouble. Maybe that's why Virgil, you know, Virgil, if he's a banker, he can't really, 
be mean to choose. But, you know, with Dewey, uh, I really respect, I really like Dewey. Anyway, he had this one character called Zechariah M., and he's like, well, you damn nimbus retards. I was essentially arguing with him, and he doubled down. And it turned out that he's been listening to these shows. He was asking about how last week, supposedly I cannot attend a public park. No. What happens is that Roxy's nephew had some sort of mongrel who wanted to fight and argue with me. So, yeah, he tried to cause me some trouble. The end result, well, I'm going to call the cops. I said, call the cops. You call the cops, I'll know what your name is. There'll be a police report. You really want to call the cops? What are you going to call the cops for? I'm not busy taping your Mongol kids. I was a Mongol, so hey, he had Mongol kids. Especially he wanted to cause me trouble, just like most Mongols do. Now, folks, these creatures hate you. Niggers hate the white man. Nigger has two has two feelings toward the white man. One is hatred and one is fear. And what I see in white nationalism, I see Andre the nigger, oh, no, we don't agree with violence. I'll ban you if you talk about violence. And by the way, you're going to have more paranoia. Because I have been reading that the New York Times on Friday reprinted what the South Carolina paper said on Thursday is that the FBI is looking for who Dylan Roof was talking to. And, folks, Dylan Roof's little manifesto was copied from Losers of the South and Council of Conservative Citizens. So as a result, those two organizations are pissing down their leg. Oh, no, but oh, no, what happens? They're taking away our Confederate flag. They're taking away our idol. Yeah, that they are. Suppose there's rumors that the federal government, you know, pressured Amazon to stop selling Confederate flags. That is the rumor. In short, the federal government, if it's true, has committed a criminal treasonous act. How do you keep that control? How do you keep the control of that matter here? Now, Dewey Tucker, you know, by the way, I was fighting with Zechariah M., and this character, I believe, is a serpent seed mongrel. I, list, I, I look at the behavior of, Dewey, of Dewey's listeners and I think most of these creatures don't even understand what the hell Dewey's talking about. There was a riddle. There was a riddle involved about why did Yahweh tell Abraham that the children of Israel, you know, 430 years would it be 430 years before they got out of slavery? Now I don't believe the children of Israel were in slavery for 430 years. I believe they were in slavery for a couple hundred years. Now, 430 years from when they told Abraham, who lived around 2000 B.C., and I believe the Exodus occurred around what? You know, between 1600 and 1550 B.C. So, hey, 430 years from 2000, that would be, oh, what, 15, you know, 1580, 
1570, something like that. That'd be about right. And he explained that, I guess, Abraham became somebody else, was reincarnated. You know, Abraham was Elohim, so he became reincarnated. I said, well, then who did Abraham become reincarnated as? And, you know, I guess Dewey doesn't know who Abraham became reincarnated at or wasn't ready to say. But he did say is that Christ was Adam, and I already knew he was, you know, that Dewey believed that Jesus Christ was reincarnated Adam because now it's finished. But I found out, you know, uh, yesterday that he believes that he was not only Adam, but he was reincarnated as Isaac and he was reincarnated as David. And Dewey does have the scriptures to to justify that belief. I don't have that belief because, and for, if Dewey is right, then either I'm Elohim or I'm not. If I am Elohim, there's no, you know, if, and if Jesus Christ has to go through four reincarnations, no telling me how many I will, and it seems to me that only on the last reincarnation did Jesus Christ know that he was Jesus Christ. He was running around as Adam and then Isaac and then David, and he was getting a little bit closer and closer and closer to the end of the maze. And then he got it. Either I'm Elohim or I'm not. If I'm not Elohim, then hey, the Bible or nothing else you know, has any meaning for me. So, the question is, who are you? I was trying to ask Virgil who he was. Virgil doesn't really know who he is. There's nothing, you know, I mean, Virgil doesn't think deeply about such things. Well, often in Femina, she believes that the, you know, the yappings of the bell cult of Sibylle, which became the Roman Catholic Church founded by Simon Magus, with these, you know, with these, uh, essentially these pervert priests of Sibylle, who would castrate themselves, why she believes that their yapping and their silliness and their foolishness is somehow, somehow, Scripture. It's not. The Roman Catholic Church didn't believe in Scripture for the masses. So she wants to listen to what the pedophile priests and the perverts and the rest tell her that. Now, from what I gather, here is this Jesuit who's become the Pope, and he's just unturned about what, oh, what, about 2,000 years of Jesuit bullshit, you know, Catholic bullshit where there is no hell? I guess there, if there's no hell, there's no purgatory. I mean, this Jesuit is going to overturn more Roman Catholicism than June Paul, June Paul, or John Paul II did, you know, who was the spawn of a caicus named Wanda Katz. What happens? The Swaptima has her belief system. So anyway, I'm fighting, you know, I'm fighting with a tard, but folks, the first half hour was wonderful. That Dewey had about the about the Fourth uh, of July. He pointed out is that guess what George the Third wasn't able to really have his way 
He may have tried to have his way, but guess what? Didn't they toss tea into Boston Harbor? Did anybody go to prison for that? No. Did anybody go to jail? Did anybody get lashed? Did anybody get shot or executed for that? And the answer is no. The previous Israelite way of dealing with an uppity king. And folks, during the 250 years of the northern kingdom, there were uppity kings. One was established by Yahweh called Jeroboam. What does Jeroboam do? He sets two golden calves, one at Dan and one at Bethel, because he didn't want the people going down to the temple at Jerusalem and worshiping there. He didn't trust Yahweh who gave him a kingdom to keep his kingdom. No. He wanted to worship, you know, Baal. And he chose the, you know, the worst people, the scum of Israel, to be his little golden calf priests here. So you would have a king, and then his son would reign for a while, and then his grandson would be overthrown, usually three generations. Even, you know, General Jehu was promised four generations for absolutely slaughtering the house of Ahab. But the fourth generation only reigned six months. Jehu's grandson only reigned for six months, and then he was overthrown. So, throughout our history, you demand a king. But in many cases, what we would do is that we would deal with this king. When he got bad, we would destroy not only the king and the king's family, but we would destroy the worst of the king's soldiers and bail priests and lawyers and scribes and the rest here. If there was a revolution, if there was a revolt, whoever served the king would be put to death, and that bloodline or that seed line would be destroyed. George III was mad. George III was bad. But guess what? George I or George IV, depending on how you want to call Washington, was worse. This revolution put in worse people. Instead of one tyrant 3,000 miles away, we got 3,000 tyrants one mile away, like uh, was you know, on the hagiography you know, of Benjamin Martin here was actually the actual uh, Francis Marion. He was a slave owner, and he did rape nigger women. He treated niggers badly. And yes, he liked that coontang. But you know, I, I remember Disney used to Disney used to have Leslie Neal swamp flocks, swamp flocks, do 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 do. Well, anyway, we exchanged a king for a quote constipation repubic. One constipation to bring them all. One constipation to find them. One constipation to bring them all, and under Satan bind them. So as a result, now we have Satan's government. We are under Satan's administration. That's what USA stands for. So we have the 4th of July, and I'm sort of thinking, well, oh, shit, it's a pity. 
why can't we, you know, set things right and give Saddam Hussein a check here and restore, well, at least a peaceful Iraq? But no, we didn't. We we hung, we had hung Saddam Hussein, and no, we can't really give it back to the spawn of Mad King George the Third because guess what? The royal family of it, of uh, Englanders, Jews, with a little bit of nigger and Paki mixed in. Why even Lady Di was part, you know, Hindu nigger. So that's not. Yeah, I mean, if, essentially, and the and the British and the English are treated far. You know, I mean, essentially, they got cameras and they got Pakis and they're being raped by Pakis. You know, all the things of Deuteronomy 28, while the racial alien will be very high over you. That's what we have. Let's not doubt it. So, who do we give it to here? Who do we give it to? Well, folks, I've decided that maybe we ought to have the 5th of July. Well, we have a revolution against this constipation repubic. And in this constipation repubic, we overthrow the constipation repubic, which says is that faggot marriage. And guess what? You refuse to bake a cake for faggots. Why, guess what? You can be charged everything you have, $132,000. And this Oregon cocksucker administrative judge will put a gag order to where you can't bitch about it. Contempt of court. That's what a constipation brings you. It brings you the white people can't resist the sodomites. Well, guess what? You have as much right or less here than the two angels of Yahweh who came to Sodom and Gomorrah. And they got down on lot. He'd come among us, and he's daring to judge us. You can't judge us, faggots. I pointed out that the faggot, that the faggot ruling. If you if you bitch once more, I'm going to go ahead and turn the light on. You'll have something to bitch about. The dog opened the door. Get used to it. In any case, that little black poopy dog. He uh, went ahead and he. Open the door like a little bull elephant here. Some people love to bitch. In any case, maybe I'll get up and shut the door. Some bitching ought to be you know, responding. A little pup, black puppy dog, he's stretched out here and he's happy as hell. And oh. He's happy. Yesterday, he had a little tail stuck between his legs because he was scared of firecrackers. Now that old tail is back into a curlicue, but when he goes outside, it's sort of low. In any case, where was I? Maybe it's time for the 5th of July. To overthrow this constipation republic, which essentially is telling white people, 
that whatever their misrepresented government says, well, it doesn't really matter. Some damn judge can decide different. People are bitching about the faggot wedding. Let me just tell you what's far more, far more destructive is that the you know, says these judges this past Monday ruled that Arizona and Kansas couldn't, couldn't check and see whether a Beaner's green card was available to let him vote, presumably for Hillary. So in short, you don't really have even an honest election. Of course, you never did. We don't have a representative government, which is promised by the Constitution. The whole purpose of the Constitution is to have a representative government, a representative democracy, but essentially a republic, but somewhere between a democracy and a monarchy. But folks, we don't have a republic. Even though a republic is the most, really, I think it's more degenerate by far than a democracy, well, more than a than a monarchy. In a monarchy, essentially the king, for or, or a dictatorship, the king or the dictator, for all his faults, bears the responsibility for when things go bad. When our people were young, we had something called God Kings in Mesopotamia and in Germany and in Sweden and you know the rest here. You had God Kings, but if you had three bad famine, you know three bad years of famine, why the God King's throat was slit because he was the son of God, and he slit his throat so he could go up to the sky god and tell the sky god to let the rain come down. A democracy or a demonocracy is far more degenerate than a monarchy. And it only works for a short time like it did in Athens. And it only works for a small place here. When they set up this constipation republic, they didn't think it would last. But guess what? Yahweh had a plan to give. Us, the children of Israel, our birthright, they promised to Abraham. And so it didn't really matter what form of government we had, whether it was an open monarchy or a republic under Thomas Jefferson or at the acme of it, Andrew Jackson. Now, our little republic is simply a plutocracy, a decaying plutocracy, which has no future. I was talking to, here's Virgil, and I try to tell him, you know, he agrees with Dylan Roof. Niggers rape white women. That's what niggers do. Same thing that cunt hair walrus does. But cunt hair walrus, being a pussy, is looking for He's looking for, he's pissing down his leg and running for tall grass because the the FBI and the Southern Poverty Law Center, why they're trying to figure out who gave Dylan Roof, this little white boy, the ideas. Well, he plagiarized them from the losers of the South, legal South, and 
the Council of Conservative Citizens. Well, folks, this republic is a failed experiment. He was born to fail. Even Benjamin Franklin, he was asked by some woman, what have you given us? Well, shoot. She knew at least here that this collection of masons and lawyers and the rest, they put their little heads together in secret and they come up with a little scheme. And Benjamin Franklin said, a republic, if you can keep it. I call it a republic. I dropped the L. A republic. Oh, old Wiley, old Ben here put the, you know, went ahead and put the blame for this reconstipation republic upon this heifer. Essentially, probably had a working pussy here, maybe part of a working mind. I don't know. She's smart enough to know who to ask here. What have you given us? Not what has God given us? What have you lawyers and masons given us? A republic if you can keep it. Well, folks, the pistol are not able to keep it. The pistol are becoming mainly niggers and beaners. Critters that look a lot like these Greeks here. I remember here I was in a URL. I was in a taking a URL pass trip here. I go to Athens. I am using as my luggage a $10 duffel bag, which has my name. And I have Charlie Battery, 2nd, 42nd Artillery, APO 09751, Army Post Office 09751 for Curl John. That is my, that is my luggage. A duffel bag. It got two changes of clothing here. About four or five pairs of underwear. My camera on occasion. A poncho. A poncho liner. I didn't need to pack a coat here, even in October, because guess what? I'm going to Greece and Italy. I can camp out easily. Now, I did take a sleeping bag later on when I went north to Denmark and Sweden and certainly Norway. It was snowing. It was snowing north of the Arctic Circle in Norway. But I go to Greece. You know, go down, you know, look at Italy, go down, you know, you know, go to Germany, Munich. Then I go to Vienna, then I go to uh, Venice, and then I go down the east coast here to Brindisi and go to Greece, get on the ferry. And here I am at the Athens Bonhof, and here are two late middle-aged Germans, they're probably 58, 59, something like that, and they got some expensive, they got some expensive nylon luggage, and the Greek train keeper let, you know, let essentially some drunken Greek puke on the Germans' expensive luggage. And the Germans say, what are you going to do about this? $200, you know, 200, you know, 250 or 500 day mark. 
expensive vinyl, plastic, whatever. Oh, I forget what it was here. It was expensive looking shit. Ruined by essentially some Greek dog's puke at the railway station. Essentially, the Greek at the, you know, their little swarthy little critter to say, I don't know, I can't speak Greece. I don't speak Greece. So they look at white man, essentially GI, and I said, yeah, it's Greaseland. Deutschland. I mean, you're in Germany. You know, you're in Greece. You're not. In, you're not in Germany. You're complaining to the wrong people. Well, folks, it's the same thing. which happened. Well, to where the German taxpayer is going to have to bail out the German big banks here, central banks. That's the whole purpose of it. Bail. You know, the German taxpayer gets to have the debt. Gets to take the haircut. Way back, way back in 1982, well, hey, there were just a bunch of brown-skinned wogs who couldn't keep expensive German tourist luggage out of some puking damn Greek. And probably was drinking some homemade ouzo, I don't know. You know, that damn souvenir of Greece here can really fuck you up. But anyway, you know, going on. Guess what? Now you have a whole bunch of Greek dogs who are pretty well eating up German savings or whatever. You know, but at least, you know, what happens? They didn't get screwed by some stupid Greek, you know, Greek wog at the damn train station. No, they got screwed by their own fucking banksters at the Deutsche Bank. That's what they did. Okay? So, any case here... uh, I'm looking at you tards here. You're having fun. Anyway, where was I? My little puppy dog. He's you know, he's a happy little tart. He's just laying like a little poopy dog, you know. He got a little he got a little flea bath last night here. And I, I bought me a little flea comb here and I combed out about oh fifty, sixty fleas here. So now he's sort of flea free relatively flea free. He's laying like a little poopy dog stole across my lap. Folks, that's what's happening here. Third world critters can't pay back Jew bank central banks for debt. It relies upon white people to pay it. But folks, what happens when white people can't pay it back? Folks, we have about, you know, we have just a little bit less. I mean, essentially the Greek debt the Greek debt is more. You know, one and a half times what the Greek total GNP is. Well, here in America, our debt is, what, well, a little bit over than what our GNP is per year. But guess what? Deficit spending. What's going to happen? They're already bitching about what happens with the Social Security disability. That's become the new welfare for niggers and, you know, and uh, Anglo Macizos. And it's going bankrupt. It's going bankrupt. There's nothing to be found for that here. So, folks, 
by the way, China is not doing too good. It's overbuilt. It's overpriced. It's, you know, it don't have anybody to buy its chink-made shit. You see, every you know, everyone who rules over a people, they don't give a crap about what the middle class or what the poor do. Oh, so niggers. Now, I'm looking at white nationalism. This is what the movement is about. And essentially what it is, it consists now of, well, everyone whining like a pussy, demanding or begging, please give us an ethno state to live in. Well, folks, that's not going to happen. You're not going to get something. I mean, shoot. These 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 uh, constipation rulings says, hey, you can't you can't live by yourself. Now, all these people, well, guess what? I'm going to work real hard. And I'm going to get a farm or something like that. Well, guess what? You have something. Guess what? They're going to put in a bunch of niggers next to you. Thanks to th- you know the previous Thursday drooling. And they're going to use tax dollars to bring niggers to you. Or beaners or whatever. You can't vote your way out. They're gloating like crazy about the death of the white race. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Last week says is that these beaners are none but rapists, none but murderers, none but drug dealers, none but criminals. And guess what? Finally come up is that here is a white woman. She's with her daddy. Somewhere in California. I hear San Face Crisco. San Face Crisco. And here is this crip, you know, beaner criminal. It was supposed to be returned to INS here, but wasn't because the San Face Crisco government Says we're not going. We're we're a, we're a support place now, folks. If I was a white tourist, I would not go to Faggot City. I would not go to the Gay Bay. I would not go to San Francisco. Because here is a white woman and her daddy, and he sees his beautiful thirty-two-year-old daughter. Said, "Daddy, I'm not feeling good. I'm not feeling good," and she dies of this bullet spent by this fucking beater, who has already been deported five times, who is a criminal, who is a rapist more than likely, or would be. Here in the United States, this federal judge has ruled that, guess what, Newton County is responsible for threatening me with false arrest. He allows my brother to... Kill my mother. My brother knows that. Two judges, why they get to, oh, they get to violate Missouri state law. Now, folks, and Tuesday night, I'm going to talk to where these people put in a corrupt police board. And I got beaten up 20 years ago by being a pig. Now, folks, it's time to hold these people responsible. Not only hold them responsible, you hold their children responsible. You hold their relatives responsible. They commit a crime, the whole family commits a crime. There's not room to put these people in prison. 
So, folks, I have a notion of how to get a white homeland. I'm saying that we have a white homeland everywhere. And that what we do, and even Virgil understood that liberal wiggers were evil. He just didn't want to name Jews. What I'm pointing out is that, guess what? I'm sure there are more Dylan Roofs out there. Who maybe if he had been patient, maybe in 10 years he would have grown to be a warlord. He certainly was brave enough. What I believe is that I believe we can't vote our way out. We certainly can't breed our way out, but I believe that we can kill our way out. We can kill our way out of this mess we're in. But first, we must go, like as Ezekiel 10, and we must destroy those who pretend to be us. Be they white nationalists? Be they liberal Whiggers? Be they pig life? Be they judges in the West here? I believe that we will survive. But what will be necessary is to harden our hearts and do what is necessary. Essentially, exterminate 80 million Uyghurs. And once we are able to exterminate and harden our hearts, 80 million Uyghurs, we'll be able to go ahead and exterminate 200 million muds. We'll be able to exterminate niggers. And we'll be able to exterminate Jews. I believe that we can kill our way out. I believe that is what is going to end up happening. Now, I've got the reputation. Martin wants to go ahead and kill 300 million people. They're all going to line up here while he presses the machine gun, and they're all going to be gunned down. And he's a bad person. You all give me $10 million because he called me a mongrel and said I was a sword man in the SS. Folks, Bale Fink is a Jew. Eli James is a Jew. Sven Packy Shanks is a Packy. Brian Reel's a nigger lip mongrel. These creatures are not us. The rest of them, like Hunter Walrus, he's just a wigger. He's just a wigger pussy. Run around. You're taking away our Confederate flag. What the fuck are you going to do with the Confederate flag? You're going to look upon, down upon a 21-year-old kid who guns down a bunch of niggers? Let me just tell you why people are pissed and moaning about Dylan Roof. The claim that niggers are human beings. The claim that niggers are people. Is altogether a lie. The reason that people are scared about Dylan Roof is that they'll think, oh no, Zog Babel's going to get down me and ruin my life, my people, if I don't go ahead and do the two men's hate against Dylan Roof. If I don't say, no, I don't have a Confederate flag, I don't want to buy a Confederate flag, if I don't go ahead and reveal I'm a pussy, well, guess what? They won't eat me last. Let me point out that military discipline means that the slaughter occurs when you are part of a rabble army, a bunch of rabble 
who's running. And you're not fighting back. That's when you will be destroyed. Not when you are facing the enemy, although you might be destroyed then. If you're severely outmatched. Well, folks, there's no way that Zog Babylon is going to win a civil war. I have a moral obligation to my grandchildren to destroy the lives and families of social workers, of judges, of juvenile officers, of police, of politicians. I have a duty send them screaming to hell. I swore an oath to that. In fact, I have a duty to destroy their lives. And folks, this is the only way out. The only way out is to overthrow this constipational repubic, which is not a repubic at all. All it is is just simply a kleptocracy. It's a decaying oligarchy. It's a decay. Do you run dickless dictatorship of the lumpenwiggertariat? It has no future. <laughs> it will destroy, if left to itself, it will destroy the last white man and then it will die. But that's not going to happen. Edmund Burke said that no people will long endure an oligarchy of the base. He pointed out that sooner or later there would be the necessity to restore. And that's what the, that is what the Jew Bolsheviks did. But as time went on, Time went on. The Soviet Union imploded. And now you have probably a, what, C-level or D-level population. Because the A-level and the B-level were destroyed in the Russian Civil War. And then, the, you know, most of the C-level population were destroyed you know, starting in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. And then, at the start of the 90s, it imploded. And so, too, will Zog Babylon. There will be a breakup. But, folks, there's not going to be organized, able to have a white ethnostate here. Folks, I'm, I'm calling for the 10,000 warlords. I'm, I believe that July 5th, the 5th of July, should be... Warlords Independence Day, where we revolt against this constipational republic, where through essentially figuring out there are no innocents, there's only sides, there's no rule of law, there's only power. And we seize power and we absolutely destroy using the same law. There is no habeas corpus. There never was. Habeas corpus is only used when you deal, when you don't need it. When you have a lawful regime, you don't need habeas corpus. 
because the regime does things relatively by rule of law. But, you know, dishonest Abe Lincoln, he got rid of, you know, habeas corpus. He didn't believe in habeas corpus. There is no social contract. There never was. The founding felons, what, 200 and... 239 years ago, the, the Declaration of Independence should really read as a death warrant for the present constipation republic because of the constipation. The Declaration of Independence says when people got enough of this shit, they should overthrow it. They should put an end to it. They should say enough. And they should set forth a government which will look for them. And folks, the form of government, I believe, which will save, well, not save, but the form of government which will come to be, will be warlord. Military dictatorship warlord ruled by dual seabine Christian identity principles. Even a nigger republic, a nigger republic, will be ruled by dual seabine Christian identity principles because guess what? The niggers will have their own tribal government. They will have their own form of government. It may not be a good form of government. They'll be what a nigger can create, what a nigger can maintain. It'll be head nigger in charge. And when we drive out the beaners, well, hey, they can run Mexico as they see fit. Likewise with Afghanistan, Iraq, the rest here. Everything will go back to the way it is. You don't see, you don't see any evil shit happening under Bashar Assad, you know, Bashar Assad. Muammar Gaddafi ran things, so did Saddam Hussein. All Zog Babylon has done is create failed states and chaos and unnecessary murder on behalf of Jews, on behalf of big oil. Folks, we don't need big oil. We could go ahead and turn, say Illinois, you know, make the Illinois coal deposits here. And if you're worried about carbon dioxide, we could have biodiesel from, you know, algae. Illinois has enough water to grow both. We could from the United States if you want to have a you know a government like that, but we won't. The end result will be the end result will be a balkanization. And the survivors will get back to what, maybe eighteen hundreds technology if they're lucky. Don't know how to well, create a bunch of technical firearms, but folks we will not have we will not have the YouTube. We will not have the Jew internet. We'll be lucky if we have electricity. We'll be lucky if we have 1930s or even 1890s level. But folks, we will have a chance under the 10,000 warlords. Of course, I believe that will come to the Great Tribulation that Christ will return. Anyway, I'm about to be kicked off in about 30 seconds. So I'm going to go ahead and say hell victory, and we will take a break, and maybe I'll be back on the other side. Hell victory.
Okay, I'm back for the last segment of the Movement Tour. Now, this show was the exact opposite. Decided to have Swapna Femnishivica on and had Virgil. And it got to where Virgil was able to be reasoned with. He was a little bit annoyed here because I made fun of Slopima. I don't know why he likes Slopima so much. I mean, shit, he's in Mississippi. You know, she's a skank in California. I mean, unless he has a, what, a, you know, a 3,400-mile dick here. I mean, there's nothing going to come to that. Besides, when you drink that much here, you know, it's sort of hard to have a hard 3,400-mile dick. But in any case, uh, yeah. oh, hell. Folks, do I really need do I really need these retards here? Yeah, I went ahead and potted the tart. I tried to keep some sort of discipline in and there was a tard there was a tard abortion or two. No big deal. At least tards will go ahead and bitch if they was hung with a new rope or with their own intestines. We have the fourth of July. It celebrates getting rid of George III and getting rid of an overt monarchy. Now, supposedly a constipational monarchy, the English, a hundred years before we did, had an English Civil War, which lasted really in various forms from, what, 1625, and then you have two phases of it? first phase ended with cutting off Charles I's head. The second, second phase ended with pretty well finishing it off. And then you had the Oliver Cromwell, you know, the man, the dictator, the warlord, really. Let's just call Oliver Cromwell what he was. He was a Republican warlord. That's what he was. I used to talk to these people claim descent from the you know the House of Stuart named Charles the First, you know, Charles Stuart. I call them Charles the Worst. I point out that unlike, you know, unlike most dynasties, the Stuarts got two chances and they fucked it up both times. Charles I got his head chopped off, and then hey, Charles II, he came back. He had enough sense not to fight with the winning parliamentary side. And you have cut hair walrus, mine like a pussy, that they round his, the Puritans won. Well, they did and they didn't. So to the South was settled by cavaliers, which, you know, old cut hair walrus is yapping about the Normans as opposed to the Saxons. This is horseshit. The Normans were descended from frogs, you know, who mixed with, with, Norwegians. The Saxons were initially from what was known as Denmark before it became known as Denmark. Then the Danes moved south. And later on, they invaded the Midlands and they became Quakers and the rest of this good, happy horseshit. Get a number. You had what? Four main groupings here the Angles from the east, from the east. The Danes from the center, the Scots-Irish and the borderers from the north of England and the south of Scotland. And you had the Saxons who were in the south of England. 
you might say they're different tribes of Isaac, of Jacob Israel. But they were all our people. And when you're like Hunter Wallace, Cut Hair Wallace, and essentially you're a pussy because some kid listens to what you say and he decides to do something, you're going to go ahead and disown him? Well, guess what? You're disowning. The only thing that makes these people scared is that, guess what? You're going to do something else. Folks, the South could have won. Well, Yahweh would have let them. South could have won. They could have done. They could have done to the north what Sherman did to the south. In the Civil War, the one who the side which goes closest to barbar absolute barbarism side to win, because evil has to live off of good. Evil can't live off itself. Oh, by the way, by the way, uh, Friday night, old uh, Uncle Tom's dog pig Bowie. You know, unmute me, and he went ahead and admitted that bitch Buberos, he admitted that bitch Buberos was uh, working in a salmon cannery, so he's an Indian. You know, I knew he was Indian. I, said, I asked him salmon or Tim Reese said salmon, so I guess, guess what, bitch Buberos is a red nigger. You have all these Mongols coming in, be it Andre the Nigger Angling or uh, Savin Packy Shanks. I mean, I was, I was listening to uh, Think was me yeah, yapping about how him, this other Sephardic Marino Jew, you know, Captain Senility, Clifton M. Heiser, has seven books about the history of his Jews here. You know, Fink, Fink believes just because he's an Ashkenazi Hittite Jew, that he's somewhat special. He's not. A.K. less the Jew and the Jews spawned themselves here. I mean, think some papist printers, no devils, just like Eli James. Eli James just knows enough not to go ahead and admit to believe in no devil. All these characters, Dan Jones, another Ashkenazi Melanchon, leading out the ass, a Jew screaming about Jews. Andre the nigger, angling, a nigger. Goes ass the mouth of a packy. Named Sven Packy Shanks or Sven Long Shanks, running around and showing a nigger nosed Jews bullshit. Folks, this show is to tell you, you know, and I had to laugh at Meerkat Mark. Meerkat Mark Saturday night was shitting all over Don Black, Milton Munster. Now, folks, I'm not a big fan of Milton Munster, but hey, Meerkat Mark Downey was shitting on somebody who gave him a place where he could censor people. And now he's shitting on old Don Black. <laughs> Folks, you give these people anything, you're going you're gonna to live to regret it. So in any case, our constipational, this constipational republic, there is no social contract. There's only power. Whoever's in power does whatever the hell they want to. So when you come to power, you have the, you have the, you have the choice as to whether or not to forgive these people and bring them back in. And I would advise, don't worry about enslaving them. Kill them instead. 
You have a politician, you destroy that politician's family. If he went ahead and passed a law which destroyed your family, you destroy his family. You destroy your enemy. You destroy a traitor. You don't worry about putting him back into the, what, Gertrude Stein lesbian democratic death camp. You don't need to give him warning. I know full well that Tuesday night when I go to the Grammy City Council, they established a police board which is corrupt, which is responsible for this Mexican beaner beating me up. I'm just simply going to say is that guess what? The head, the mayor and the head of the, the police board needs to have 12 bones broken, not only of himself, but of his family. He needs to be broken at the wheel. You need to take a wheel, you spin the wheel, and you break the bones. Now, if you're feeling, you know, if you're feeling charitable here, the last 12th bone is their skull. But if you're not, what you do is that you let them heal, and then you go ahead and break their bones again, and their families. The whole purpose is to show you have absolute power. How do you think the Roman Republic be morphed into the Roman Empire. You had Gaius Marius and Felix Sulla and Julius Caesar and Mark Anthony, and it ended the Roman Civil War, which lasted about 70 years, just like the you know, English Civil War. The English Civil War was in two phases, 1625 to 1650 when they chopped off Charles I's head and they set up Oliver Cromwell as a warlord, as a military dictator, the man on the white horse. And he reigned three years, and his son, his son Richard Cromwell was worthless. And so they brought back Charles I, and, or Charles II. Charles II dug up Oliver Cromwell's body and, you know, put his head on a pike here and scattered his bones and did whatever. Oliver Cromwell was a military dictator. But folks, that's what us Israelites have always done. We have always killed our kings. Charlemagne had a shit fit here. Oh, I hate the English. They kill their kings. In one part of England, they had what? Oh, 15 kings in six years? They just, you know, they had civil, they had war after war after war, and, you know, really, they did kill their kings. And folks, king killing is, you know, is not uncommon with the English. You know, hey, they shoved a, they, you know, for those of you who want that faggot marriage, why well, they shoved a red-hot poker up Edward II's ass. You know, you know, little faggy little prince who was played by the, you know, uh, you know, the mean one, Edward the First Longshanks, who was, who was, as they said, and you know, one said he was a great king, the other said he was an efficient bully. He went ahead and conquered the Welsh, and Edward the Second became the first prince of Wales. Edward the Second was a big faggot. What they do? Well, hey, they shoved the red hot poker up his ass, at, you know, what Berkeley Castle. <laughs> and into that shit, 
They chopped off Charles I's head, but hey, they, they killed kings like crazy. And so should we. But our kings are a repubic. In a repubic are our politicians, our pig lives, are our regime criminals. And we need to destroy them, and we need you know everyone who is a social worker or a cop or a lawyer or a judge. Those who die of those regime criminals in the fields need to be eaten by the birds, and those who die in the cities need to be eaten by the dogs. And anyone who sides with them, they need to die too. We're not fucking around. Folks, it is a matter of survival. Now, there will be seven years when things will go bad and then they will get worse. Three and a half years of bad and three and a half years of even worse. At the very end, there will be nothing but righteous people left, or at least people who Yahweh sees fit to let survive. That's the message I have. Fifth of July should celebrate our independence. And it starts with a mental independence from our constipational repubic. And those who we should all value should be the 10,000 warlords who will, who will take the 10 or 20 million ex-wiggers It will not be a nice country. It will not be a United Snakes. Some warlords will rule over other warlords. At the very end, this Sog Babylon, one constipation to drool them all, one constipation to find them, one constipation to bring them all, and under Satan bind them, will be gone. It'll be gone like, well, essentially the remnants of a lawyer and his family, which will be less than dog shit. They'll be, well, just like Jezebel. Don't mean by them say, hey, that used to be Jezebel, or that used to be Obongo, or that used to be Hillary, or that used to be Dumbio, or that used to be Jeb, or that used to be Rand Paul, or that used to be whatever. Nobody will be able to tell. what that piece of you know, dog shit used to be when it was a drooling politician or judge or lawyer or politician or pig. They'll be gone. The question of it is where you will be around. And chances are most of you will not be around. The question of it is is whether you went down fighting or whether you went down whining like a pussy. What Zog Babylon did to you. Wah, 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 wah. Folks, a Zog Babylon, which can't beat 10,000 professional goat herders and part time freedom fighters in Iraq or Afghanistan, a Zog Babylon, which cannot deal 
with a drunken lumbie melange in which gunned down a fat old Quaker and his 14-year-old grandson and a 53-year-old Wampus. He's all Babylon. We still don't know what to do when a young, fed-up white man goes ahead and guns down nine nigger beasts of the field. which takes years and years and years to try them. There's all Babylon which can't deal with some damn beaner. Goes ahead and guns down a 32-year-old beautiful white woman. Can you imagine the horror? I can because I've seen, you know, four of my grandchildren destroyed by Zog. Sit crying out of there. I can, I can imagine the anguish that that father felt here when his beautiful 32-year-old daughter who's going on a tourist who's going on a tourist trip to San Francisco. Folks, I'm a getting white person. They're not going to do anything about these nigger, you know, about these beaters. I think any white person is just simply say, fuck San Francisco. What does it have? Fags and beaners. Fags and beaners. I'm not going to go to San Francisco. I'm not going to spend money. But that man had kept his daughter where he lived, somewhere in flyover country. She'd be alive more likely. If you feel for that man's daughter, don't spend any money at you know, at San Banks Crisco. If you don't like the Jews who run Disney, don't spend money at don't spend any money at Disney World. If you don't like the way Walmart did things, don't spend money at Walmart or at Amazon. Or place sales. Or spend less. Donald Trump was right. NBC went ahead and fired him. Well, guess what? Maybe it's time for you to fire NBC. Maybe it's time to use your dollars more wisely. That's better for at least people who don't shit all over you. Maybe that's time to do that. In any case, I'm going to go ahead and call it a night. I'm going to go ahead and say, Hail Victory. May Yahweh bless, and goodbye. Good now. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.